Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Who stopped me? Yo, somebody, I can't remember who called me the other day and was like, yo, remember when you and Rock was at the club like every day? All the time. As soon as we got a check, we was at Sue's and City. If I could get all that money back, yo. <laughs> oh, Remember the night that Tyson Beckham was balling up the fucking hundreds and oh, throwing them at the strippers? Oh, Jesus, dog. Yo, remember when you, remember when you was communicating with a, when you was communicating with somebody up in Sony, and she was cleaning Man. the table and found a check for yeah. ninety thousand dollars. Yeah, she found a check for ninety thousand. That's a great story, man. We got. It. And she called me. Uh-huh. She's like, she yo, I got him. a check. She's like, I got a check for you and Rock. And this, I said, a check on the table. it was from like my, it was from Fifty. Yeah. No, and I was like, I was like, it was from Christina. No, Christina was later. Christina, no, it, was, it was a Christina check. No, Christina was what I we had to clear up, and then they cleared up the samples because you didn't, you didn't want to bite all, all the samples. She wanted you to bite the sample. The sample from the intro. Yeah. Because so Dirty didn't have a sample. Yeah. When yeah. you when you bit the sample, that's when she paid us. Uh-huh. But the check that was on the desk was from fifty cent, and that was for ninety thousand dollars. Ninety thousand dollars. She called me. She was like, "Oh, this was on my this was yeah, on my boss's and and it wasn't her desk. It was on it was her boss's in the desk. strip club. No, 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 no. no it was no, on her no. boss's desk at Sony, <laughs> and she called me because I had niggas in Sony that were, I was thinking the strip club too. I was yeah, like, no, 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 too. I was like ninety thousand dollars check. That's a lot of money. He said. He said he said the chick in, in Sony. Yeah. And she just called me and she was like, yo, um, I was looking over my boss's desk and for some reason it said Rock Wilder F5 and I have a check for you. So I'm like, how much is it? I'm thinking it's like 10000 or 90, something. How much is it? She was like, it's 90. I was like, yo, I'll be right there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 not right my nigga, yeah. tell her for Bitch, I'll be right there. And it was a Monday. Yo. But, but, but it was, it was a but it was the check day. was on. But the it wasn't check, even a Friday. It was a Monday. But the check but, was on. But the that's desk. the beautiful thing. Yeah. Like, he's like, he's thinking, ah, oh, it's probably like ten thousand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yo, bro, ten thousand is still some yeah. good money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Take that shit. I'll come get it later. Ten thousand. Look, look, look at his face. Look at his face. I wasn't. I wasn't rushing up there for ten k.
Yeah. 90, you teleported, right? No, 90, when I got there, the crazy thing is that the check was expired. (laughs) The check was on her desk for so long, the shit was expired. Yeah. And I had to go back, I had to go, nigga, he know I would be in the building all day, somebody gonna recut my check. Somebody gonna recut my check check today. It was on the table, just, just. It was on the table. I worked at a booking agency and I found a check for DMX, I sent it to his house. Like, I just found it. You a good yeah. dude. Some garbage shit. Like, clean it yeah. up. I was like, why is there a check for Earl Simmons head? Yeah. Ghost find nobody and it's no. just laying around. Bro, shit gets caught in limbo. Thank I, God for direct deposit. Wow. Oh, my God, Jesus. <laughs> was that a thing after a while? It was like, yo, we'll just send it straight to your account? After oh, a while. Wow. But, yeah. but they just started doing direct deposit direct labels like five years ago, seven mm. years ago. It ain't, it, ain't, it ain't something new. And you That's had crazy. to set it up for yourself. They just set it up where whereas you could see your money now and know what's coming. All that, your pause, you didn't know everything. shit. You had yeah, to wait man. till your check came. You'd be like, yeah. oh shit, okay. And then they yeah. send the statement later. You guys are good friends to have. Yeah. Very good friends to have. Are you ready? Factory yeah. set. Everybody ready? Mm-hmm. All right. All right, we back. My expert opinion, the fastest growing show Ever in the, in, in the history of human beings, with, with, we're just skyrocketing. Yo, shout out to all the new subscribers because we got like 50,000 of them in one month. Wow. Mm. Yo, listen. If I start doing interviews in Versace Shades and shit. Don't judge me. Don't I'm, judge me. I'm I judging. worked hard for this. I'm judging. I worked really hard for this. I'm judging. I'm judging. No, no you're, you're going to do it too. I'm judging the shit. It's going to happen to you, man. I'm not even wearing Versace. You're going to start hats. getting you're going to start getting shape-ups with your beard and all. Your braids going to be freshly twisted and dyed. They're going to be different colors. And I'm that, still going to judge you. Money changes people. Still going to judge you. Go talk about the cardboard It's all good. It's all good. Hit that like, hit that share. Let everybody know you in here. Don't cost you no paper unless you's a mother Hater. All right. Um, again, shout out to the new subscribers. Leave in the comments how y'all feeling about this VR thing that we be doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just put First a I, podcast to do VR. I just put a post up. Did you see it about the VR? Somebody sent me a whole message about the VR. I tagged you on it. I put it. He's like, yo, the VR shit crazy. What, what, what he, he's like, yo, watch. The niggas about to copy y'all shit, but y'all yeah, the first ones to do you. it. I, I literally just put in my story and just tagged you. Dude, just sent it to me. Listen, man, I, don't ha- I have no problem showing brothers the way. Zing! <laughs> Innovation. No problem. Space! I mean, that's doing the building. You feeling better today? A little bit. I feel, I feel a whole lot better. I had a chance to get some rest. I, I actually was in the bed until I came here. The nigga was just waiting for me. Yeah? Yeah, I, I was... Sleeping, I just been burning a candle at, at fucking both ends, yo. So working. You might need a vacation, forth. bro. I just need a little bit of rest. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, I'm 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 gonna rest the next like Friday and Saturday. I'll be alright. Right. A salute to the family. Yeah, salute to the family. All the way around. And your family. mom's doing better, man. Yeah, uh-huh. one what? Time. One, time. Yeah. one time. What? One time. One time. No. The lady. Exactly. My pops just salute. called me today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. dope. That's we dope. love that. Mac, kung fu kicking demos all over the place. <laughs> Man, Just as long as it's, love, love to have a good coast. The the most violent, humble human being in this whole set, yo. 
If they knew how violent, violent, were, humble human beings. Oh yeah. yeah. Damn. Yo, guess who I spoke to about you today? You probably know. Jay Dixon. Jay Dixon. He called mm, me today. Salute to Jay. That's the homie. He That's said he loved the homie. show and he watched the show and he was like, yo, he's like, yo, you and Mech is my man. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. He's the homie. He told me yeah. Shaka and Jeff watched the show. Shaka and Jeff is my dude. Jay holler at me, son. I ain't speak to him in man. He said, yeah, I didn't know he managed Pumpkin Head and all that. He was just telling yeah. me all the time. Yeah. He was running around with, with Bless. Shout yeah, out to Bless. Shout Bless. out to Bless. That's Bless was NYB back in the days. Now he's managing Fabio. Yeah, really? He, yeah, yeah, I was on the phone with Bless. Like, I was. He used to come you know, when I was DJing. Mm -hmm. Jay would come just hear me rock. You know what I'm saying? Just come sit in the back and let me spin. And you know what I'm saying? And we should just try to get this guy a night in the club, but you know, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. I, I burned down too. Get it right. <laughs> I burned down. Heineken. Hoorah! Hoorah! What's in your cup? Oh, I don't know what the fuck's in the cup. He can't <laughs> say. It. It's Duce. 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 I want to say, at least three naked women hit me in the DM. They're ready to come on the show and get, I mean, the new late night show. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm sorry. Not on this one, clearly. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my he was God. this close to getting bleeped. I'm uh, telling no, you. He made close. it. He made it today. You know, we now, today, oh, we have a sensei. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A legend, legend in the production game. A legend, and I, I got to say production game because I can't just say hip hop. I oh. can't just say hip hop. Nah. Your man has the spectrum. It's incredible. And he's always had good energy every time I saw him. Gracias. Every time, man. We're going to figure out why today. We got rock Woo! That's good. And you know what? I'm going to celebrate a little bit of Duce with y'all today. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yes! Let me find out. Yes! You know what? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to take a little oh, bit. Oh, oh, get in on the X! Niggas, don't leave us out. Make up, make it only. More for y'all. Yeah. Right, enjoy enjoy man, yourself. More for y'all. I'm going to drink with go. my man today. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I haven't drank in a long time. My man Rock came out of retirement. Yeah, I'm just, you know. Off a hiatus. Yeah, so I'm a sippy Off sippy. A hiatus. Little sippy sippy. sippy. <laughs> little sippy I'm gonna have sippy. A, I'm gonna have a little sippy sippy. Yeah, yeah, what better way than to do it with the dude oh, said? Right. Yeah. Right. It, it was your cup that did it. I know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm an influence to all the folks and monks. Cheers, cheers. Cheers, yeah, cheers. You need more cheers. than this? Nah, that's cool. That's cool. Now, right. I ain't even gonna need that. Cheers, ready, Rob. Cheers, cheers. Are we gonna get you out of retirement to go to the strip club? Oh, no, 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 no. No, strip clubs burned it down. Big shout out to Jane Blaze. We burned those down. Yeah, shout out oh. to Jane Blaze. There's nothing I, else I that we wanna, have to do. I do want to say something before we start. What's up? I just want to tell this dude right here, thank you for, you know, allowing me to manage him when I was a young kid. You know what I'm saying? I didn't necessarily have the credentials, but he saw I had the hunger and the knowledge, and he trusted me with his career mm. and made me an A-list manager and gave me relationships for Dr. Dre, Beyonce, on down. I just want, I probably would 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Be here doing none of this if it wasn't for him picking me up in 2003. So I just want to say thank you. Oh, respect, respect. Toast to that too. Yo, salute. The hustle definitely was there. You know what I'm saying? You know? It was definitely, it was definitely the hustle. It was hustle that, that you're seeing at a time when people was hustling. Mm-hmm. You know, you know and, and that's one of the things that kind of kept a lot of good franchises out the league because they wasn't hustling. You know what I'm mm. saying? You know, mm. they were smart. They, some, some was good producers. Some was good, you know, execs and everything. But that hustle had to be there. When the hustle came into the game, it, it separated the men from the boys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, so, if you know, get into a gun and... Shit was two guns in the vest. Two guns in the vest. Two guns in the vest. Oh, the two guns. Oh. But I, I like to start these things off. <laughs> you know, just jump right into, like, you know... Why didn't you sign with Jay Z? Um, everything everything was kind of happening at a weird pace, and um, it wasn't the Basquiat Jay Z that took me upstairs to change me. Which one? It was, <laughs> Which one it was, was it? the hustler. Right, you know what I'm saying? the hustler. Yeah. At at a time at Def Jam where Def Jam was experiencing like a whole new aura. So it was Jay-Z, but it was DMX. It was DMX, but it was Ja Rule. Mm. It was Ja Rule, but it was Red Man, Death Squad. Mm. Then it was, then it was uh, Method Man, Wu-Tang. So you got Rough Riders, Wu-Tang. Murder, Inc. Murder, Inc. Rockefeller. Rockefeller. Everybody was like this. So you didn't know you didn't know in the crystal ball what was really going down, and at, and at the same breath, not to say that I refused it, it's just that I was, I had already claimed the squad. Death squad. I was already Death Squad. Mm. So it wasn't a it wasn't a thing to where well, how, how it was is that you know to hear it now when when Blaze tells the story it's it's weird because Blaze got the call about the squad that they were forming. I just went upstairs to get changed because they saw me deliver like a good portfolio of music. Mm. You know, tell them about the beat tape though, because that's yeah, the, because because, because of, that beat tape was like one of the most monumental beat tapes in the game. Yeah, um, Reservoir Dogs. A lot of people don't know Reservoir Dogs was a song that I'd actually did, and um, and me and Pop, uh, there was a guy named Pop. Right. That used to come by my crib. And people used to do this. You know, if you didn't know how to really do music, you would come to a producer's house with ideas. Right. He would come to my house with he came to my house with an Usher idea one time we did a beat. We came to my he came to my house with a uh, another instrument So he would make the he would put these instrumentals of or songs that he would hear from Usher or Faith and everything, and he would put them on tape and be like, yo, loop that up. So, he came to my house one day, he didn't have no songs, he didn't have no songs, mm. you know. So he said, Leo, let's go through your crate. 
So, go through my crate. Now, these ain't these ain't my records. These are my boy Dwayne's records. You know what I'm saying? My boy Dwayne from Queens, because he had a group. So he was loaning me his crazy records. So I was going to the studio to work with him, but he was I would use his crazy records. So I went through the crazy records. I pulled up, pulled up. What was that shaft? I pulled it up. He was like, "You did anything yet with it yet?" I said, "Nah, I ain't really do nothing with it yet because um, this is my boy's crate." But I'm, you know, I'm going through his crate. I touched this. He was like, "All right, so we should look that up, see what's up." So I looked it up, chopped it up. He took the beat, made a copy of it, left my crib. Next thing you know, I think it was my boy Seal. Seal used to always, Seal was my boy down the block that always was up on anything that got released right away. Mm -hmm. And you know, remember when cassettes <laughs> was being released right away? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the niggas that was really on it, was on it. Mm -hmm. He was like, nigga, y'all just heard Jay Z's album, man, your beat is on there. <laughs> he said, nah, nigga, that beat you did upstairs. I said, for real? He said, yeah, man, I beat you to the upstairs, nigga. <laughs> so I played the album. I said, oh, shit, that is the beat. Produced by Eric Sermon. Right? So Twins, DJ Twins, which, you know, I knew them from 92 when we met Redman, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, they mm -hmm. knew about the, well, they knew about the story because they know the beat. We was working every day. Mm -hmm. So they ended up going on tour with Jay and them on the backstage. It was the back, the Hard Knock Life tour. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, they playing the beat down in Miami. That, after. That, but we talking about Jay-Z's biggest album. Yeah, Hard Knock Life. Yeah, the Hard Knock Life. Yeah. You, so, and, and a posse cut with yeah. Beanie, uh, uh, a budding Beanie Siegel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Source Money, yeah. who, in my opinion, is him and Jay. If you want to argue best verses, mm. it's him and Jay. We, we can have this debate. The only niggas, only niggas from Brooklyn have that, that, that in them. That's, that's that conversation. <laughs> you know, Brooklyn niggas do that. But, they say it's either Source or Jay. Bro, the you know what bars, I'm bars, bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's, a, Brooklyn, that's a Brooklyn law. Okay. So yeah. you're saying, you're saying it's, it's somebody else that should be in there. No, it's just that... Brooklyn holds that type of credibility with Sauce and Jay. Yeah. When it comes to the, the true lyricists. Because nobody's gonna ever say Sauce. Yeah, like in a broad spectrum. Yeah, they would be like but never. Brooklyn Get lyricist it. like yourself yeah. was gonna say Jay with Sauce. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're gonna do that thing. Some people are gonna say Jay and Jazz. Some mm -hmm. people are gonna do that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But Brooklyn holds that law to do that, yeah, it feels yeah, I mean, like. But on that track? Yeah. Reservoir Dogs? Yeah. Y'all want to have this argument? Do y'all want to have this argument? They're going to go crazy the in the comments. Somebody, hit, know me, the somebody hit me about Sauce Money um, wanting to come up here, too. Yeah, yeah, I spoke to him. Oh, We're right. going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. I know, I know it's people. Sauce holds the gutter of the, mm. of the, of the whole... Gumbo, Look, you know mm, sauce. You know sauce. Bro, one line, shook the whole rap game with just one line. Yeah, motherfuckers thought I was Chinese the way they duck sauce. Fire. <laughs> you so Fire. Brooklyn, my nigga. Fire. I'm saying, but, the, but I, my we know that stuff from, from listening to joints yeah. like that, and I'm like, oh, that was crazy. Yeah. So and with a battle rapper's mind, we take that and then we yeah. like. 
you know, turbo boost that shit. But, yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah, that's yeah. where it comes from, like witty shit like that. And you know, Jay Z sauce, they was good for that shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, Jay, like you know, taking nothing, taking nothing from Hove because Hove, I live off Hove line. Like one line, I live off two. One line, I lived off with my finances when it came to you. You got, you got flash now, but time will reveal Real money. Mm-hmm. I always live by that law, and then the one that I judge my my how I deal with life is. No matter where you go, you are who you, you are, are, player. Mm-hmm. And you can try to change, but that's only the top, top layer. layer, nigga. You was who you, you was for you got, got here. here. I got that line for dogs, older people, women, life, right. situations. Everything. If I say that line and you ain't, you're on the wrong side of that line, and I recite it. I'm not fucking with you. you. That's it. Yo, he mentioned something about the producers because when you mentioned Just, so the goal for Jay was to have Just, Kanye, and you. Oh, so yeah. So let me get back to the story. So yeah. So 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 they're in Miami. They playing Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. And they're celebrating. You know how Jay Mm -hmm. Dame and them. They you know, and. They playing pool. The story that's hurt that mm-hmm. was told to me from Richie <laughs> right, and Ray. Uh-huh. <laughs> Eric didn't do that. <laughs> Eric did do it because we won a Grammy off his deal. No, Rockwaller did that. So the word was told to me that they said, yo, tell that nigga, go up there, get a tape, tell him to give me everything you got. The niggas came home. Cause this was a life changing, this life changing thing they did. They came home, mm-hmm. used the fr- one day that they came to see their families. Rick, Richie said, "Yo, before I go back, I must stay in front of my crib in Empire. You need to come and bless me with this cassette, cause I'm taking it to them on the only day they was able to come back." Mm. I went, gave him the tape, gave it to Jay. Jay took the whole first side. Yeah. The first song that I gave him that I specifically made on that tape was for my thugs. Mm. Mm. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jay took that. Um, there was a host of other stuff on there. Do it again was on there. You remember the other ones that he took? Do it again was on there. Do it again. Do it again. They bought like ten out of thirteen. Yeah, like like like. uh, Flex had four leave from that tape. That was if I get locked up by Eminem. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um. Because if I get locked up tonight. Yeah, if I get locked up tonight. My money home tonight. Um, I remember that. Oh wow. Murder Rap was on that cassette. Mm-hmm. That was Fat Joe and Armageddon. Mm. Oh, shit. Um, was any pun stuff up there? Pun was way before that. Okay. Pun was when uh, that was me and Andrina and um, the Sean C mm-hmm. back in uh, back in 96. So just, be, just to clarify things, why did Eric Sermon get the credit? Now, 
in this day and time, you understand that artists and producers like Eric Sermon, they were big names. Mm. I wasn't a big name producer. Eric Sermon was definitely in the position to receive tracks from received tracks. Mm -hmm. So Pop gave Eric the track. You know what I'm saying? Should have been represented a little better in the presentation. Because I was Redman's goon. Right. You know what I'm saying? I had already solidified my place back with Flatliners, back with Pun, back with everybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Organized Confusion, I had already solidified my spot. Right. I was already on Red's albums. So should have been introduced a little better of who actually did it. That's up to Daryl Pop Trotter. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He, has to, he, has to, he has to figure that out. He has right. to answer that question. Right. But I don't, I would, you know, of course, as a, as a young kid, you better because you figure like every chance, especially a J chance, yeah. Come on, come the fuck right. on. First of all, this is this is his biggest yeah. album yeah. that we talking about. The yeah. Hard Knock Life joint. Volume yeah. two, right? Yes. And, yeah. And, and, and the crazy legendary. thing was also Red had already kind of had me in the whole dope album category. So I wasn't even looking at the position of of uh of what that album was. I was just looking at damn nigga, it's my beat. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, so when that happened and I did that for Jay, Jay was in Sony, so I was I was constantly coming there with beats. And he had he was taking stuff. On that Stop Chill was on that beat tape too. Mm. Stop Chill. So mm. when Stop Beanie Chill, Seagull. so when when it got to the Stop Chill project, you know, the vibe is in the room like, yo, we need to sign this nigga. Mm. We need to chain this nigga. So they took me upstairs and they said, yo, we want to chain you. Now, I'm not going to front had I not been with no squad. And, and, and to tell you the truth, had I, had, had I thought about Reservoir Dogs, you would have done it. I probably would have just, you know what I'm mm. saying? Yeah. But Redman ain't never did no shit to me. Right. And Eric ain't really do no shit to me neither. You know what I'm saying? So I, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was loyal. You know what right. I'm saying? I was just loyal. I was just, you know, you know what I'm saying? Were, were you under contract with Eric? Nah, never. Red never Ooh. signed me to anything. Red never, Red never signed me to any contract ever. He never put his claws on me. Never so did, did you ever get the money for that, for the Reservoir Dogs? Joint? Reservoir Dogs, unfortunately, I didn't, get the, I didn't get the money. But it started my Jay-Z relationship. It started it. And then I was able to drop that damn do it again. Because mm. Do It Again was in the anger of Reservoir Dogs. Rockwaller was in the anger of Reservoir Dogs. Right. A lot of great records that I was trying to prove myself to beat the odds of what I lost in Reservoir Dogs, I was putting on that tape to say, all right, right. fuck that. Now, originally, was, was, Prodigy, was the Prodigy sample in the original beat? Prodigy, now, the Prodigy, all right, so we're going to do the Throw Your Hands Up? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. So, of course, I'm doing the beat. Throw your hands up, joint, come on. I actually took it from the acapella of Throw Your Hands Up by Cypress Hill. Mm. With Cypress Hill, MC8, Redman, um, Eric Sermon. I think that was, that was the only people on there. Um, so I put the Throw Your Hands Up in there. I'm figuring since it's only an acapella, 
ain't really nothing to clear and it's a remix so the, you know the soul assassins say yo this is a soul assassins in the building want a new cypress hill remix we want you to throw your hands up yeah i said i'm gonna throw your hands up put it in a song i didn't think nothing of it so song comes out blows up all of a sudden my yarn walden my my lawyer calls me in the office and says yo uh, I get a call from a lady talking about throw your hands up is her is somebody she knows she puts a claim in so then Jade asks me and says yo throw your hands up is that so I said I said damn I sampled it from a, a joint yeah. acapella you know what I'm saying I didn't I was saying to myself it does sound like P but it does sound how the like fuck P. Some, I, I always thought it I was just funny. thought somebody was a good sample nigga that caught it yeah true story I'm in Virgin Records. When it was on in the, in the, on the 42nd Street. I mean, not 42nd Street, but the Times Square. Yeah. I'm in there buying records. I'm online looking at some, a girl at the cashier, and from the way the line is going to work, I'm going to walk to her. Right. So I'm like, damn, this is fine, man. Like, bad, bad. Damn, the way the line's working, I'm about to go. Yeah, you're going to get that. You're going to get that. Homeboy starts stalling with her. This dude calls me to the cashier. I put all my shit up there. He looks at me, he says, yo, you rock while right? He said, yeah. He said, yo, I'm gonna throw your hands up, nigga. I'm gonna throw your hands up, nigga. I said, what? He said, throw your hands up, that's me. That's me? I said, yo. I said, how did you know that was you? He said, I'm on the, I'm on the, I'm laying down with my girl. He says, the song comes on. I'm like, yo, this song is hot. This song is hot. <laughs> she starts listening to it and says, babe, that sounds like you. <laughs> he says, nah, that ain't me. She said, no, let's play this again. She said, babe, that's you. She was the one that called my lawyer. He said, I would have never knew. Did you he said, she appeal? pointed it out. Now check this out, and here's how no, I know. No, first of all, hold on, what did you say? After you said, yo, it was I'm, me, I'm, I'm the at my one life. suing. I'm just looking at the, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, the one I'm like, for this God, I'm like, I'm like, God, okay, so I'm looking at this line. I know how this line's supposed to work. Right. I know, I'm, I was supposed to be there. Right. You sent me right to the dude right. to clear this whole thing up? Now, from what I know, from what I do know, is that although I sampled his voice, that was a remix of an original. Mm, so he can't get paid. So the original people get paid. Yeah, get paid. Right. He don't get paid. So the, throw, the original Throw Your Hands Up mix, I think, gets paid off of the writers on that. Right. Mm -hmm. The Soul Assassins remix, I don't know if they get the money. No, they mm. don't. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I hope he got paid. Nah, he don't get the money. I hope he got paid. He ain't getting nothing. He so he made that call for nothing. Well, I think right now he can <laughs> ride off into the sunset like, yo, I'm part of, I'm a part, part of, of history. Yeah. Part of history. What about yeah. the original sample that used his voice? Would he get paid off of that? No. No. Nah. He his. never said it on the original. He's the, he's, he was on the remix. He was on the remix. So once you on, on a remix, technically most, most yeah. remix. No, hold on. Let, let me, let me understand the, the sequence because I'm lost. You took it from a song, right? So what about from that original song? No, I'm trying to explain to you. All right, you. my fault. For when you do a remix, you don't have no rights to it. 
Very yeah. few remixes do they go back and restripe them, which means that you can make money off it is if they restripe it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So when you have Bootylicious remix that goes wild crazy, they'll restripe it and give you royalties off of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you're not going to get publishing off of it. Yeah. You're going to get royalties. So, so he probably got royalties, but not publishing. He didn't publishing. get no royalties. Nah. That because he he, re, he remixed the original. Mm-hmm. So he Do you think to, he gets money off the original? He, no, 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 he, he has, has to pay. He has to produce he the original. He would have had to produce the original. The okay. original people are who have the rights to everything. So if I go lay this beat down and you put something on my beat and make it a remix, you have no rights to I'm my shit. I'm talking about the voice, right? You have Same no rights shit, to bro. my shit. Same shit. This is a remix. You have no rights. I so created it might, this. It might, be, it might just be a buyout. It might just be a buyout. He ain't buying fee. nothing. He ain't getting well, nothing. Well, he got paid off the remix. He, he got, ain't going to get... That's tough. If he gets paid off the remix, yeah. he can't get paid off of what you did from another nigga record. Unless he brought the original. Unless he, he brought can't the original. get paid. Wow. Unless he brought the original. Well, let's, hope, let's, the original. let's hope that, let's hope that from, he, the, from the actual... Right, if he, had, if yeah. he had the money to buy the original, he wouldn't be cashing you out at at in the record store. But, but, so, so what but happened? We, when you we saw cut. Him? The, we, yo, it was just that. It was just that meeting. That that translation. He you was just. He was just tripping off the fact that yo, I'm like, on it. I'm on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that his girl stayed with her. She's. Just, she know your voice, yeah, nigga. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know she, saying? she know your voice. Marry her. You know what I'm saying? She, she got you right. Right. Because you didn't know. Mm. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So that's what happened. So, you know, but, but, but the whole, in the, in the whole scheme of things, nobody, nobody, I feel like I was just having to get mine in the game. Because right. when you grow up in the game, you know, I figured you got to go through your thing. I was always doing stuff for E. You know what I'm saying? When Eve didn't want to do it, I did it. So it wasn't like Eve was trying to just huck. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was just a situation. You know what I'm saying? Did they have fixed the credits? Huh? Did they ever fix the credits? They're fixing the credits now. Okay. Because I am in the Wikipedia. So the Wikipedia is, is credit that I actually was on it. So it's still an Eric Sermon credit. It's just a co-production by, co-production by Daryl Pop Trotter and, and Rockwell. I could deal with that. You know, yeah, he is, he is yeah. Funk Lloyd. Well, you, know you get that in the catalog. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, you know, niggas know now. Right. Niggas is like, oh, shit, Rockwell, I did wrestling. Well, he definitely I gotta know ask now. you, this, this is a producer question. Because huh. mm. when I heard that record the first time, I was like, because I used to produce. Yeah. Mm. Like, got a, is that a three-bar loop? Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. It's a three, 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 four. So it's boom. Yeah. And the crazy thing about right. that was, third. And yeah. then, it switch, then it switched over to. I was trying season. to. I was trying to just be a little different from how the beat tapes is being submitted to Rockefeller because they was going through beat tapes. Jay is a beat nigga. He goes through them beats mm, like, yeah. and and you know, Dame is definitely the comedy of it because if the shit ain't hot. He gonna laugh at you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, I was like, just you know, amazed that like. It was a three-ball loop, but they're riding it perfect. Yeah, they're riding it. I think, I think me doing that kind of like made things different. Like, you yeah. know, kind of like, you know, all right, I'm nigga, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? I did that purposely, and I was definitely inspired off Q-Tip's three-ball beats. Mm. Q-Tip has amazing three-ball three beats bar, that I was yeah. definitely in love with. And I was also, the intros that I was shout doing. Shout to Q-Tip. Yeah, shout to Q-Tip. Um... Uh, thank you for award tour because that song is like so infectious to my life right now. I play it every morning like award tour. I play it. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, 
and my intros was inspired off Swiss. Mm. Because at that moment, when I, at that, before that, I was just doing beats for albums. I was just happy with doing beats for albums. But I did see that the, the dance floor in the club was kind of going to this next thing, and Swiss was definitely introducing that type of vibe, that energy. That, right. was, that, that was definitely dope. So, you know, niggas was coming and saying that they needed joints, and I knew they wasn't dealing with me just doing just any old beat, like a beat a certain way. Right. Um, so I just took the hottest thing that was going on, and that was jigging my nigga. And he said, bam, 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 bam. I did, mm. bam, 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 bam. Mm, Like, I was yeah, being inspired yeah. off Swiss. That was yeah. definitely mm. influenced by Swiss. But to this day, when that rings off, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, crazy. And that's how I felt when I used to hear Jigga My Nigga. I used to be like, damn, when that bam, 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 bam. Like, Swiss used to have them intros that, and I was like, all right, so in order for me to jump in, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta introduce my shit too. Yeah. So Swiss was definitely my inspiration for that, that intro. Hard. That's, That's what's up, crazy. I mean, we we, it's like, damn, oh shit, you sampled my shit. Like I'm just like, wow. I'm like, wow. That just this means you're getting old. That just means you're getting old. You're getting old, good. Yeah, you're getting yeah. good old. Because 20 bro, years later, it's still. And then the lobby boys did it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's just yeah. like, damn, you sampling, you sampling me now. So I did my job. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. Well, I did my job. I don't want to skip past something. You said Red Man's goon. Well, I was his little nigga on the beats. I was a little nigga on the beats. I was, I was, I was mm. sick of, he was sick of me on niggas, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know? But it was crazy because we were we were doing our own style. We was doing Fades of All by Jamal. We did Jamal's half half of Jamal's album. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which I'm fresh. I'm fresh from from the organized confusion camp. Beats with Pramach and Farrell. You know what I'm saying? So you know. When did Queens. you start? I started in Queens, dude. Started in Queens, and um, uh, <laughs> hey, I was around. The, yeah, I was around <laughs> the corner. <laughs> I, I was I was a little kid. I was a little kid popping in Queens, but around the corner it was like Motown, man. My, I had I had a best friend by the name of Khalid, and mm-hmm. um. And uh, his brother was named, his brother was Shake, Little Shake in the hood. And um, back then, it was Wild Style and all of that happening. And it was a crazy thing because hip hop was doing such a thing to Queens and Brooklyn. At that time, you know, listening to it, but then being a part of it was what was going on when I was going around the corner to, the, to 17416, right. 111th Avenue. You know what I'm saying? I know that's like my Motown. You know what I'm saying? So, Khalid and Shake, Shake was this amazing dancer. He was break dancing, and he was down with the Dynamic Breakers. And then the Dynamic Breakers also had a, a nigga named Spider. Mm-hmm. Spider was created the Spider. So this was happening around the corner from my crib. So you got Shake. The crib had so many other pop. Dudes coming by, Justin from Flashdance, Mr. Freeze, um, Big Shake. That was from, I think it was from Uptown or from Bronx something. I don't know what. Bronx. He was from the Bronx. You know what I'm saying? And then D-Rock, which was also Shake's protege, dancing. But then while this was happening, Larry and Troy was from Southside. That was Organized Confusion. Mm-hmm. They was coming by the crib. But then we had a bus route coming through. Queens mm-hmm. that would take us all home from school 
on the bus, Jerobe, right. Fife, him. He was a little kid. He was a little kid. Arden, little kid. That be with uh, that be with that be with Jerry Wonder. These are babies. He was baby. He was a baby. He's known me my whole life. You know what I'm saying? That house so, he's talking about is my my mother's house. Yeah. Wow. It's my mother. My shake is shake is my older brother. Yeah. So big shout out to Jerry. Shout like out to Jerry, was, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry Council. Yeah, she was serious. Mom. You know what I'm saying? So Shake is becoming this amazing artist across the across the across the bridge. LL was was about to pop. Mm-hmm. Run was about to pop. DMC about to pop. But then I'm going to church. And I'm going to church, and my mother's going to be a preacher, and then she's also in in uh, in the in the same class as a um, a preacher by the name of Elder Martin. His son was Christopher Martin. <laughs> Christopher Martin, which was play play, wow. kid play. So this he is all the happening. Show too. Yeah. This is all happening. This around. is all happening around the same time. Like we're on the bus. We're on the bus. He's a baby, but in the back of the bus. Fife and Jerobe is like, yo, John. Was he an, an annoying kid? Was he? Nah, just like, you know what's funny? It was, <laughs> it was, you know, you know what's funny? We played, we played, we had fun, but the music was right there. there. The music was Everywhere right there. We had you. Spank G on my block. My boy Andre, his brother's name was Spank G. Spank G and Dada Rock from Southside. They was rocking with Grandmaster Vic mm-hmm. and DeWitt. Meanwhile, the Lost Boys, Whooping mm-hmm. niggas' asses on 169th and Rockaway, like they 169th right at the train at the bus station, but then at Rockaway, there's fights going on. It's Hollis and Southside. Yeah, I'm going mm-hmm. to I'm going to I to Martin Van Buren. Irv Gotti's going to school. He's bringing in the bigger and Defa cassette. Mm-hmm. But then again, my bet one of my best friends, big shout out to Craig Lamont, Dennis Cherry, Dennis Cherry's nephew was Ja Rule. We cut in class going to Dennis' house. Ja Rule in the crib, little stocky kid with curly hair, look like he need to do something. Either you gonna do something. Either you gonna be a dope ass drug dealer, or you gonna be a rapper, you gonna do something. But then again, we go to Coliseum, somebody pulling up with the bands, it's 50. Chubby 50. Wow. Talking about all these niggas is whack. I'm about to fuck all these niggas up, watch. Drugs, selling drugs, hustling. Wow. This is all happening. At the same At time. At the same, same time. That's before, before a guy showed up. Yeah, because then Damien, they, 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 they come from the house. Shake then just got Khalid, my best friend, to dance in this video called Groove Me from Guy. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, this group is supposedly supposed to blow up. Teddy Riley's in the group. This new sensation producer, Damien, ends up staying at Shake's house during the time of the Guy situation. So when Guy came out, and no disrespect to Damien, because he had money, he had a situation, but it was just everybody was always at the house. It was always at the house. So Damien, when Guy album came out, Damien was living at the house. <laughs> I remember. He had seven number one records. <laughs> and he was staying at the house. And, 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 he, and it, was just, it was just so crazy how everything was happening. Then, Prince and Monts did Who Stole My Last Piece of Chicken. Irv Gotti is doing everything. He's doing everything. Cash money ja Rule click. get cash money click mm-hmm. with, with Jody and Chris Black. Like, yeah. everything's happening. And Mike everything's happening. Yeah, Mike Geronimo's mm. happening. Mm-hmm. Everything's happening. Get and we're a part of it. We're going to the park jams. We're going to the studios. Tribe Called Quest. We look in the back of the video of the El Segundo. 
There goes Roby and Fife, my school niggas. We still on the bus. But while that's happening, they're still riding the bus. They're still getting mm. on the bus at 169th Street. So I got to ask you, because uh, Q-Tip told a story about... Re- hold on, real quick. Rest in peace, Shake. Oh, yeah, away. yeah, yeah. Yo, come rest, on. Yeah. Yo, oh, man. Rest in, rest in peace, peace Shake. We just celebrated a birthday. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to my man, Shake, man. But he is the reason... For all him, of that. For all of that. He was all of that. And we call that, we call that house 174-16. We call that Motown. That was... Mm. Shout, shout out to Miss Council. Kalake, Miss Council, Jennis, Jennis, Raymond, Sade, Sade, Diva. Hey, Sade. Wow. You know what I'm saying? The whole family. All of that happened. All of that happened in front of that house. Magic was happening in front of that house. Bobby Brown came to that crib. I'll be sure came to that crib. Aaron Hall came to that crib. Teddy Riley came to that crib. She and got this plaques. Is, this is like. Miss Council got yeah, plaques. Yeah, she got plaques they, on the they, walls. They gave you know her plaques. Saying? Yeah, they gave her plaques. Crazy. This is all happening in the youth of us, like not even knowing what I didn't even know what I was going to be doing. Be right. But and then you all were of a sudden, it. you were surrounded. I was around it. And yeah. then all of a sudden, I did a beat tape. Me and my boy Tyreek Lawrence, I, we did a beat tape. I gave it to um, Mike Orgal. <laughs> Mike yeah. Orgal uh-huh. and Shake and Damien got together with Teddy Riley and their purple. Shout out to Teddy. Yeah, Teddy in the purple MPV. And they sent me over to Zan's crib in Jersey. A dude that I just met, but he put me in his home and he let me stay in his basement and learn how to work the MPC. And, and was Zan, that- Zan was also another big component for my career because he was letting me be a part of what he was doing with an artist by the name of Wade Elliott. So it was just a whole big thing that was happening. We were searching for it in weird ways because we wasn't, it was we wasn't, we wasn't aggressively going at it, but it was just happening because of our talent, like how talent, like he was always around because he was always interested. He just wanted to be around what was happening. And look at him now, you know what I'm saying? You know, the fascinating you know? part to me was watching them in the living room, watching Video Music Box or listening to whatever That tape. Video Music Box was like, like church. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this, this, is, this, is yeah. Me, this is me like literally cheating. When I tell people I'm cheating, it's because I, I have generations of hip-hop from dudes who had the original albums, yeah. break, early breakdance crews. Yeah. That's why my standards are so high. And I used to sit there and watch them, them, literally yeah. them, my yeah. big brothers. Yeah. You used to break dance? I tried. I wasn't shake. Everybody, 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 everybody tried. I wasn't shake. I was rapping though. I was definitely rapping. Oh, what was your rap name? Rockwagon. Oh, it started as Paolo. It started as it started as Kaz One because I was a Grandmaster Kaz disciple mm. from the Amphitheater, Wild Style, Grandmaster Kaz. I was a Fantastic Freaks joint. Fantastic Freaks, The Cold Crush, See? Wild Style. I worshipped that album. That was See? my Bible. That I worshiped that album. And when I got a chance, I called myself Kaz One. I didn't know who I was disrespecting. <laughs> but in my Queens, I was Kaz One. Then I went to Apollo, Greek God of Poetry. And then I went to Rockwilder. And they would sit around watching TV, talk about, see, that line right there, that nigga biting. He biting. He got yeah. that. And I would be yeah. back. How the fuck do you know out of all the songs? How did you know that that line came from that guy? Like, yeah. used to lyrics, my butt. lyrics back then, man, it was it was it was a special thing. With the biting, that biting thing, they would it it was it was spoken about biting in people's raps. Mm. There's a lot of biting lines. Like KRS one talked about biting. Shan talked about biting. A lot of other lot of other I, I think, inter- biting was the, the line. I think the Jay Z made biting lines cool. Yeah. What you no, mean? No, 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 no. There is a difference between biting and paying homage. Well, Jay Z. Oh, you said Jay Z made. I think he paid homage. He paid homage. Uh, but okay. I mean, 
I mean, y'all gonna say that, right? Yeah. But he would acknowledge yeah, uh, where no, the no, vibe came from. Y'all gonna say that. I got it. But okay. the people outside is gonna be like, yo, and we've heard it before. So y'all can say homage, but you know we've heard it before. I think yeah, a KRS one KRS one one back in the KRS one back in the what's that first album? Late 80s, early 90s. I know Love's gonna get you? No, the first album of Boogie Down Productions. Oh, the first album. Back then it would have it would have been a sent to recite a line. And, but, but I think Jay made it fashionable because Jay, Jay, Jay <laughs> took it and did another type of thing to it and made it like he was he was actually saluting the artist. Right. And him saying it, how you gonna fuck with me? Because I'm me. But you like, have that's, to, that's how Jay did right, it. Jay, right, right. Jay gotta, put a chain on it. You gotta, <laughs> now you, you gotta remember, Jay, Jay was shouting out his man yeah. and continued to do so after his man was gone. Yeah. So here comes a generation of kids who don't who know don't his man, know. So they just know him, and he's reciting these lines, yeah. so they just think reciting that's someone else's lines like, is cool, he's, and that's the style. Right. He's putting exactly the nostalgia to the... This is exactly what I'm saying. I saw you when you started. I know what you mean. Because most of the stuff, like, if you follow... He's going to do against Jay-Z. Because he wasn't trying to make it like his Then he put a line behind it and said, he said, what did he say to... Um, I could. Re- I, I'm not a bite. I'm a writer for big, myself. Say the whole thing. When I say a lot, I'm only bigging up my brother. Bigging up my brother. I'm big enough to do what I'm not. Plus, I know my own flow is stupid. So the rings and things you sing about and then proceed to do a big line. But he did that. He said that. I got chills. I got chills from the liquor. He said that because he was catching heat, and niggas is forgetting that because this is 20 years later. What was going on? We was in there. He was catching heat. Mm-hmm. Niggas were saying, yo, it's cool to use Biggie, but you're using him too much. So right. he was, it's, and, and that's why, and, that, and you I, know, hold on, and that's I mean, why he came back with the line. There might have been a conversation, but he, he nah, addressed, no, no, no. He addressed it, too- it very quick. And when that nigga said, plus I know my own flow, flow is, is foolish, foolish, so the, all of them things bring him out, bring him out, he yeah. went back to the bullshit. Word. I said, all right. So, like he, was so paying, he's clear. he was paying the he's kids. Clear. He, was paying, he was paying. Yeah, he's paying homage. No, no, no. He was money. He was, he was, that, he was, he was publishing. Getting the publishing and giving right. that to his kids. He was paying. So them. was it because he was doing it too much or because he did it? No, because niggas misunderstood what he was doing and Bro. people just want to jump on a trend and without even really understanding it. So That's him it bigging up his man constantly, all you see is him repeating somebody else's lines That's and what don't I'm know saying. the science behind it. I understand, it. but the time frame he's doing it, Biggie hadn't been dead that long. So that, we, yo, no, hold on, hold on. He was dead long. No, no, listen, it's close enough. Biggie's music is so lifetime. We know it's his line. We know. Hold on, listen. We In the time he's doing it, right now, he ain't been dead that long. Dead. So people know, people gonna know and say, that's Biggie shit. Right. But nobody. If he was it. doing it 20 what, years. What, what do you consider that? That's what I'm saying. Long, saying no, it's not. It's what, still, five years is enough. It was more than five years. When? But y'all what was like seven, eight years. It and, was more but, than five and, years. And, and no, I, and this, is something, song. this is something that I know for a fact. I don't, I don't be on the show trying to make peace with niggas. No, I, I know for that. a fact that niggas was like, bro is wilding with this shit. Because a bro is no, doing, no, no. Bro, bro, Why was okay. he wilding? Because he was doing it or he was doing it too much? They said he was doing it too much. That's my point. And this is my point. They so know that, it's his line, It though. doesn't matter. They, but, they, but, but the fact that it carries over to what you said. Yeah. Bro, that, that now, if you were seven years old when Biggie died, 
Understood. You're now 14. Yeah. At 14, you're doing your own songs. And all you know is he's repeating Biggie. You you don't I understand. You're not old enough. You don't understand the relationship exactly. of what's happening. Thank you. Like, exactly. like, if the publishing is going, going exactly. with these kids, the, the people don't understand that. But we've been through this a million okay. times, bro. Hove ain't no biter. Zone flow is it's foolish. Foolish. You know what I mean? Like, paying homage to this man. That's cool. I'm talking about biting where somebody would take Stealing a line it. because they don't they think they people don't think won't you recognize where it came from. I know, but y'all are saying it in a different context. You're not understanding the context of me and him. No, saying, I understand where you're coming from. We understand. We're not saying that Hope is a biter. We're not saying that Hope is not. It's other people who might not. It could be misconstrued for that, and that's why these people are going We're here to tell y'all, Jay Z is the man. Because Math, you just spoke about that, especially in battle rap. Niggas is sitting in there like, oh, he ain't lit enough. I'm gonna jack his shit. Yeah, they, they take oh, my I think, stuff. I think in battle rap now, biting they, is like a is like a gun, it's like a shot, right? It's like a shot. You can't bite. You can't bite at all. No, no, no. Oh, niggas oh, doing that shit. No. We, oh, they doing it. There's a whole debacle right now. I don't even want to get into oh, it. Like, <laughs> there's a whole debacle going on right now with a funk master flex freestyle in somebody's first round. It's crazy. Oh my oh, god. I'm not get into wow. it. Jesus Christ. I'm not gonna get into right. it. But but there's been there's been plenty of biters. Like I've heard my lines. I watched the yeah, battle. Yeah, you punched people in the face for them lines. <laughs> but no, not for the line. I, I haven't. You addressed your biting. These are my you, peers. Some you've of them addressed like, biting very well. But I feel like <laughs> I've seen battlers battle each other, and both of them use my lines before. That's it. And, and I just sat there like, yo, this is. Crazy. I mean, so you, they owe you royalties. No. You're now being sampled. No, <laughs> you're in the rock roller era. You're being teams. sampled. I've, I've heard your line. I've solidified my place in the something spot with killers with the gorillas. That yeah. that line has been your, tra- tra- your trademark. Yeah. But it's the punchline. There's a punchline. That they'll just take little pieces or try to restructure it. That's biting. Yeah. Because now you're like you're doing it in a way where you think nobody's gonna recognize. Whose line it is, and they're gonna give you the credit for it. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. That type that. of biting is what we like. See, we mm. got away from the times when that shit and it was I, I grew up when that. Was oh yeah, not we the we shit. grew up at a time when biting was not a, like it was yeah. fight. It was yeah. niggas showed yeah. up to your show if you bit with baseball bats. Yeah, KRS One was uh, throwing was niggas off stage. It. You know what I'm saying? A and lot of other crews were addressing biting. it, but BDP was addressing it. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Who did they address? They were bombing. I, 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 I from my knowledge, shows was being crashed with the whole Juice Crew and BDP thing. That was a lot going on with that. And then it was uh, it was LL Cool J. Yeah, it was LL Cool J, and but LL Cool J. And I don't KRS. Know, LL, LL Cool J. At, we're going back to bigger and deafer. LL Cool J was God. Mm. And he wasn't really biting too much. He was creating his own lane. No, I don't think I don't biting. I'm biting. just saying, I was yeah. talking about the clashes. Oh, like when, it came, when the clashes came. Yeah, nah, I was just oh, talking yeah. about the clashes. Yeah, I never was thought that. Yeah, 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 when it got hot like that. I'm talking about clashes. It was dope to see LL solidify his spot because he solidified his yeah. spot. That Bigger and Deffer album mm. is probably one of the best albums of all time, dude. And I hear he has another album coming. LL? Yeah. Yeah. Um, who was who? Who was it that played a? He was in the studio with Dr. Dre for a second. No, but someone came to the show and they played a snippet. 
of something new from him where he was just blacking for like 40 bars. <laughs> 40 bars? Yes. Yeah, he's always going to be a grinder. People underestimate yeah. him no, as one of the greatest of all time. He's, he's, LL Cool J is listen. beastly. He coined a phrase. I've seen beastly. this man rock shows for like two hours and change. No hype man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no hype man. Yeah. All across the stage oh, yeah, the whole yeah, yeah. time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, bro. I said, nah, That radio, man. that radio performance. Oh, you got it. Yeah, L, 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 you got it. Yeah, no, you got I, it, bro. I knew it was a problem when I saw him on a circular stage. I had never at seen Sony? that before. Was that a Sony? It was, no, no, no. We was at the, uh, it was at one of those conventions. Okay. Like one of those, like all music conventions. Like, yeah. him, like Jack the Ripper. Jack the Rapper back right. then. Right. One of those, he, there was a circular, I'd never seen it. The whole stage was a circular. There were people literally 300. Yo, he never stopped moving. On and a circular stage. The stage wasn't moving, but this nigga rocked forever. Nobody got bored. Even when it's a carnal sin for y'all who are watching. Everybody knows it's a carnal sin to turn your back to your audience. Unless you're doing something super specific, mm-hmm. unless you got a move you're doing, turning your back to your audience is like rookie, amateur night, 101. You mm-hmm. fucking cornball. Mm-hmm. This dude, nobody cared. That his back was turned because he was going so hard. Now, I'd never seen no shit like that before. A rapper on a circular stage and he just bodied it. Again, for like a four hour, hour long set. Now he's ill. Bodied it. I got a question he's for you different. though, Rock. Do you think that you're the most underrated producer out right now? Nah. I feel like, I just feel like you got your Tracy McGrady's. You got your Kobe's, you got your Iversons, you know, you got you got you got people who just did what they did. And I had to I had to grow into that, you know what I'm saying? Because of course you have, you know, my son Pup is always the one that's like, yo, Pop, you gotta get back in, you gotta get back in. I'm like, I'm like, come back to what? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like I did what I did. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, you know, should should our friend, should our should our team had a had a had a had more of a, a hustlers franchise in it. Mm-hmm. I I would agree. So you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. You know, uh, me and Red talk about it all the time about how, you know, the cracks. You know what I'm saying. And the and the and the, and the little things, you know, probably stopped the the Rockefeller the Rockefeller movement or the the the, the Rough Riders movement. These big huge movements that people did. But we definitely appreciate the the. The, the iconic positions that we're in, you know right. what I'm saying? You know, we we you know Redman is still hands down one of the best best rappers ever, and I and I would like to I would like to I would like to say that I made a a contribution to the game that was good for the industry to say you know what that that was good like when I look at Lady Marmalade or I look at Dirty mm-hmm. or I look at just our Redman journey and even some of the early hip hop the Flatliners. You know, horrorcore, which is great overseas right yeah. now. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. we were trendsetters of a lot of things. Pun. I worked with Pun. You know what I'm saying? Pun, this Latin rapper. But, but, you know what wait, I'm wait, saying? Wait, wait, Take me back to those Red Man days. Oh my God, Red Man. Um, after the whole Zan thing with with Teddy Riley, and um, my girl Shazzy, who big up to Shazzy, she was also an important piece to the game. Um, she lived in Hollis, and we was always we went to school together, but we were also also at the crib together. She was she had a deal at Electra. Mm-hmm. Um, she ended up getting cool with K Solo, 
and um, uh, I lived on 174th Street, and we had some people down the block called the Andersons, and you know, as Brian, and it was uh, um, if for some reason we were always everybody was together. So Shazzy got cool with the Andersons, right. and then one day the Andersons had a barbecue, and um, Shazzy brought K Solo over. But it was on the day of Redman ripping Monticello Park. Mm, mm. So when the Red, Solo came over, he brought Redman fresh from Monticello Park. Wow. It wasn't in Montebello? Montebello. Monticello? Yeah. What is Montebello? Monticello. Montebello. Montebello. Mm -hmm. So Red came in the backyard, got some chicken, came out. But this is when the, t the talk was like, yo, Redman. Well, but, Red but, but what, what, all right, so which, which Redman is this? He comes into the backyard. What does he look like? Afro. Like looking like the like he was about to get signed. <laughs> if he oh, was about to get signed or did get signed, right? Because uh, when he came out, the, he came he came out the backyard, and I said, "Yo, you red man, right?" He said, "Yeah." I said, "Oh man, everybody's talking about you." You know, say, but we young though, like 18, 17, 19, something like that. So you know, what I'm saying. So he goes into the truck. It was ease. Uh, Forerunner, and he starts playing beats. Got the window open, so me and Tyrone, everybody was on the block. We crowd around. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm judging the beats. I'm just like, yeah, that beat is dope. That beat is dope. Like you know, saying such such, you know, saying shit. Oh, so, so he's, he's just playing the beats, and y'all like, yo, he playing the like beats. We around like, yo, we like that one. So he yeah. said, yo, you do beats, and my boy said, yeah, he do beats. So I went and got this tape that me and Zan had made. Yeah, and um, there was a beat on there. One beat on, one beat on there. Red said, yo. Yo, that beat, he kept playing that beat back. He kept wanting to play that beat back. And he was like, yo, this is hot. I can't stop playing it. He said, yo, I'm, I'm about to go on the Hit Squad tour. He said, when I come back, I'm going to call you. Now, mind you, this is no cell phones. This is beepers. You got to be in the house. house. Beeper. You got, yeah, beeper. 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 So beeper. within right. the time that he was going to the Hit Squad tour, me and Zan had went down to Virginia, mm -hmm. to Teddy Riley's studio. Mm -hmm. This is when Teddy Riley was doing the Right Here remix and the I'm So Into You remix. SWV. SWV had just landed. And he was also working on the Blackstreet album. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So down there was Ty Fife, mm -hmm. Bink, Knowledge, um, All Star. I think that he came with SWV. Teddy was, dude, Crazy. Markel, this nigga dropping me off to the hotel in Accra, NX6s. Like, it was just, it was a dream. Rump Shaker had just came out. Oh, God. Wow. And it was tearing Virginia to shred. It was tearing Virginia apart. So I'm in the studio, Zan in the studio, and we, 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 we around that sauce. And then when we went back to New York, I came home and my mom said, yo, somebody by the name of Redman called. So, of course, I have to call the beeper back for him to call me. Me, right. But you know what what was, how did you feel? Like, you was like, yo, he really called. Dude, like, it ain't a cell phone swag, so you think you're a nigga calling you like, oh, yo, what up? It's the eagerness, excitement, anticipated beep. Right. Mm -hmm. I got to send a beep over to him. Right. What is he doing? Did he forget? Did he, was I late? Was I not home? Like, 
Anxiety feels weird now, being that I got a cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> but before, yeah, it was just like, I think I waited. Although I anticipated, I waited. Right. So I dialed that number, 201-27-something, 1918. Something I dialed. You do. I still do. I was down. Because that was the call. That was, and I put the joint And he called me. I heard the beats. I said, yo. He said, yo. I said, yo. He said, yo. Yo. <laughs> I said, yo. He said, yo, what up, nigga? I said, what's up? He said, where you at? I said, I'm home. I'm home. He said, <laughs> you I'm coming call? to get you. So I'm coming to get you. He came in a Volvo. I don't know if it was stolen, but they said Red was known for stolen cars. <laughs> New he, Jersey. I, I think he stole a car. New Jersey. And he came to New York and got me, and he had a big Def Jam jacket on. A Jeff, the Jeff Jam yeah, jacket on. He still had and the, the nigga, afro? Yeah, the nigga had the afro. I was in the car. The weed was out of control, and the nigga went to Princess Black on Guy Brewer. Something. Because oh, he always knew where all the He went to Princess was. Black and got damn near 200 dime bags of weed. And this went and got a- 100 blunts, and he drove me to Newark. And when I got out of Newark and saw the graveyard and go and saw the neighborhood, I was like, yo, what the f***? The same what the fuck? He took me in the basement, and we smoked tons of weed. And he just played beats. He just played beats. And then he was like, yo, we need to buy some equipment. That nigga went, bought a whole bunch of equipment, and he took all that equipment and shipped it over to L.A. because we was working with a crip called Mellow. And um, we, worked, we worked on Mellow. Mm-hmm. And um, the nigga took me out to L.A. for the first time, and then he also put me on Soul Train. <laughs> you backed he was, him up. Was, you are yeah. man on Soul Train. I, I was that. backing him up on Soul Train. You go on Soul Train and look at time for some action, I'm in the background. Because, you know, he always had double vocals. Mm-hmm. So when he... Uh, he said, yo, I need you to do the double vocals. I'm sitting there like, yo, you want me on Soul Train? He said, yeah, nigga, you're going to hold the mic. And he held the mic. And there's two dudes in the back. Those are two Crips back there. Mm. That was from the same, um, the Southside Crips, from the same Crips. Yeah. That one? That one right there, yeah. And um, with Orlando Anderson, Keefe D, all of them, that, wow. them Crips. We they're watched. in the video. They're in the video that we did in LA called "Blaze It Up." You see Orlando Anderson. He was walking me up and down um, the street, filming people. It was Orlando Anderson taking me down there, and wow. Keefe D is in the video too. Yeah, Reggie been your brother for, for yeah. years. Yeah, the the the, the first mellow season. was a crazy crip from Compton. We worked on his album, and then Redman gave Which me one a check. I got the blue jacket on in the back with the white with the you white know, arms right there. That's, the that's you. Yeah, that's with, me. The mic. <laughs> yeah, with the mic. We watched that. I'm now. doing the let's be ready to rumble all the stuff and everything. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now Don't mind you, you we freshened to knowing each other. Like we knew yeah. each other, but we and he threw me right on Soul Train. That's mm. like y'all just was wow. kids spirits, bro. Y'all just bonded. Yeah, dude. The way he showed you love is that part of the reason why you showed Esso that love too. Did that was that paying him forward like. What Red saw in you is what you saw in Esso. It it was it was just it was just like 
Of course, he had something going because he had big draws. Yeah. He had yeah. big draws, yeah. and they I was mean, right, and they was they was about to get their deal. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And um, I just saw the hustle, and <laughs> I was between watching. I was between management, mm-hmm. and I saw I, I saw the hustle, and we was coming to this. He was coming to the studio bringing his writers, and yeah. we was just vibing. We shout out vibing. to Kamala Gordon, Kamala yeah, Gordon, Kamala put it Gordon down for us. Tanisha. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Big shout out to Chanel. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you know, you know Juanita came through, and they were just yeah. we were just writing records. We were just writing a lot of records. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and, yeah. and I was, we was just, it, it was we were doing so much together yeah. that he was just always managing those those businesses of that going. So we was like, damn, nigga, we, we look like we're gonna be here forever yeah, in this bro. damn studio. Let's just Fuck keep it, it going. Yeah. I was shocked. You know what I'm shocked being around somebody so business minded, you haven't extended the business like Eric was in the cars and doing all you got a, like a uh-huh. rim shop and Teddy Riley we see what he did yeah you know what I'm saying like you were around all the even even Q-Tip you know what I mean like yeah. we see what all these other producers but you you're so locked into production I love production I love production and I always never always wanted to be there that was my comfort zone <laughs> I never wanted to step out of it you know but I've always got approached by great business and always was down to do whatever right. there was. And I think that was one of the things that kept me so good, too. Because even when we started, uh, my boy Fat Fingers mm. was, actually, was not actually my manager, but he came to me and, so, and came to me at the dawn of, uh, you know, the, the music going to the internet. Right. And he was just like, yo, have you ever thought leasing, you ever thought of leasing your beats? Mm. And I was like, what are you talking about leasing beats? And he was just like, yo, man, like, Making your beats available on the internet for people to lease them, not buy them. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Like, what the hell am I going to do that for? Like, right. rock while He was like, yo, give me 20 beats that you ain't fucking with. <laughs> 20 beats. I never said no to anything. I just was, yeah. And they came back. <laughs> there you go. How much? He had me. He had me at the. He had me at the back of the book. He had the, He had me at the back of the magazine. Rockwaller's twenty ten dollars. Ten dollars twenty dollar beats. And I'm looking at this shit like niggas gonna think I'm on crack. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a knot in my pocket. Didn't check this out. I went. It was. I was in the party one day. Irv came to me. Irv said. And he stood right beside me and did it just like this. He said, yo, when I thought you did the $10, beat, $10 beat lease thing, he said, I thought you was on crack. <laughs> he said, but then I thought about it. If you give 100,000 people a $10 beat, that's a million dollars. I said, word? He said, word. That's some genius shit. He said, it's really too early? Except there's some genius shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So from there, we did rockbattle.com. Now, that. rockbattle.com was a site where a lot of the producers that are hot right now came from that site. Mm, such as? Young Fire. All right. Rod Charm. Cofino. Um... Uh, I don't want to say their names wrong. I don't want to say the instincts. I don't want to say the, the, the stereotypes. I don't want to mess up. Mm-hmm. But a lot of producers, I'm saying this, we was paying out money to, at a time, in early 2004, mm-hmm. we started rockbattle.com. It was a site where battles, producers were able to battle. battle each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They battle each other, they get money. I thought they was going to arrest us for illegal activity. I really <laughs> did. 
but they were battling, but there was a community growing. So Fat Fingers said, yo, we're about to sell this site. So when we went to sell the site, a lot of people didn't understand it because it wasn't a producer's thing back then. It wasn't a producer's thing. So we couldn't get no ads. And a lot of people that had beat machines that had shit like that, like Reasons and all of them, they didn't know how to sponsor us because we were so early. Mm -hmm. We went to one place that was interested. It's called jack9.com. We went to the Big Shout to Icarus because he hooked it up. And uh, the guy was like, what I'm going to do with this site? This site is, you know, it's producers, but when, is, when are producers going to be elite? Huh. Really? This is 04. This is 04. But Even with Timbaland out. and Pharrell and all of that? They, they, were, they, that were, they were so high in the market. What I was doing was so low scale, they didn't see the scheme. They didn't mm. see it. Mm. So, but then... The homeboy looked at my attic space. Now, attic space on a, on a site is how long people are staying on your site. Mm-hmm. He looked, he's looked and said, hold on. How the fuck do you have 82% attic space? I said, what is attic space? He said, that means that nobody's logging off. And that's what was happening. These producers never logged off. They were battling. They were in the forums talking shit. And everything was happening. Right. Even though he saw that 82% attic space, he still didn't know what to do because producers and, and product and beat logic and all them things, they didn't know what, they weren't interacting with the ads and all like they're doing now. Right. So check this out. I have an article on August 7th that says, because I said to myself, since we already have our own community of of, of producers coming together. Why don't we create an iTunes for them and make their music available of independent MP3s of, all for themselves? Right. So we was gonna do, we was gonna launch rockmp3.com. And this site was geared towards independent artists having the ownership of their own <laughs> material. material right. Wow. We couldn't get nobody to support it. Years later, Spotify, Tidal. All iTunes. types of stories. iTunes, they all wow. come out. Bang, bang. This is all due to the genius of Alan Brown, aka Fat Fingers, who was watching the game and, and saying this, switching over. Because he was saying to me with the Least Beats program, I was like, yo, I said, I think you just you just fucked me up because now you separated, you separated me and put me at a level to where I can't, like I can't. He said, yo, listen, on an album, on a CD of an album, you have 14 songs. Pennies, pennies are being distributed to the artist, to the artist. You're doing $10, dollars, dollars, $10, $10, $10. That's $140 already. Right. You know what I'm saying? Off one joint. Off one joint. Just, some, just have the mentality of keep of that happening every time you're selling music. Now, here's what started happening on rockbattle.com with the Least Beats program, and this is why you got some niggas saying, nigga, I wouldn't sell a track for $20. That's some bullshit. I wouldn't sell a track for such and such. That's some bullshit. We didn't ask you to sell shit, nigga. You're leasing it. I said lease it. Now, <laughs> Rod Charm, perfect example. <coughs> there's more people that don't know how to rap than people that know how to rap. And there's huh. more people that don't have record deals than people that do have record deals. Right. So... If he has beats that's appealing to a community of potential rappers that want to rap and they have a least beat available to them, you know how much money he was making every month? Mm. Of a beat that at the time was going on mixtapes and niggas wasn't even paying niggas for their beats. Mm. Mm. 
Mm. Niggas was taking niggas' tape joints and putting them on mixtapes and not even giving a nigga no bread. Right. Not even giving a nigga no shout out. Not even no shout out or nothing. Wayne did that to us. Little Wayne did that to us. You know what I'm saying? And put it out on the mixtape. We sat with Wayne in the studio Zoo, yeah, and everything. He put the zoo out. He put the, he put the zoo up. And zoo, he shouted out. He did it. He, he, he did. supported. But, but we he didn't supported. know. We didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't man. know. He, he put it out there. One of my biggest joints with Lil Wayne in the zoo with Mac Man. You know and, and we sat right yeah. in that studio. And he, he, he put that out. No, and he didn't know. He put that out. He kept it. He kept it. He kept it all right. He put it on the mixtape. Kept it and rocked it. He big shot. Big shot to Lil Wayne. I was like, I was like, come on. I was like, I'm on with Lil Wayne. I'm Wayne. good. Man, I'm I on was with Wayne. fucking right. pissed. You know what I'm saying? Why? Why were you pissed? That's 30 no grand. Bread. That's 40 grand. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's 60,000 He was always on the bread. He was always on the bread. I was always on the I was pissed. <laughs> I was like, how Red can we, I'm, I'm suing this nigga, I'd be like, chill. Nah, not Lil Wayne, not like, See? See? not Wayne. Lil Wayne, not Y'all bugging. Not Wayne. Y'all I was so happy. I'm with that. When that nigga said rock while on the beat, I was like, that's what yeah, he was. That was. I was like three pointer. You know what I'm saying? Was, yeah. I was pissed to the highest point. See, you, you, part, you part of the reason why Esso's disposition is the way it is, why yeah. he can't stand creatives the way he yeah. can't but, stand. But, yeah. you know, you know, but listen, reason. that's been that he was always business. He was always the business. I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure she was on the other foot and that was happening. Bird would have been like, oh, hold. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you know, that, that was business, so I respected him on the business. It was Making a business. But me, I was such a fan of the situation. That's why I never came out of the production thing with me. You know what I'm mm. saying? I was always like, I, I, I just like the fact of the brotherhood. But and 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 to go back to the to the uh the the thing, people like Rod Charm, Cafino, all these different other type of producers, they had a certain amount of beats that was making like 10 grand a month. Yeah. You had niggas that was paying car notes, paying college tuitions mm. with, with least beats. Nah, everybody's doing it. So now everybody's doing it, but you still got a, a society saying, yo, would you have sold your beat for $40? Nah, I would have sold my beat for $40. I'm like, nigga, don't create a CNN on that because I never said that. Mm -hmm. I, I created a middle class ground for you to have, have your beats churning. They so would just so, churn so it. So all this beat leasing that these producers do nowadays, sending out emails with like 20 beats saying you can lease it for like mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. That came from you? It came, it was us doing it. SoundClick was doing it. And we were running neck and neck. It was me. It was, it was rockbattle.com and it was SoundClick. We were the more gangster of it because we had the battles. Right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, but we also had producers who was getting their weight up from battling. Nice producers that was on there. I heard Nappy Boys had came for Young Fire on my joint. Mm. And Young Fire started doing mad shit. And so people started coming on my joint and really like pulling their producers, their prime producers from there. Wow. Should we have known, would we have known later on that it was going to be a producing frenzy? We didn't know. But back then, we were just started. Now, the thing that did bug me out that I, I always talk to Fat Fingers about was starting that iTunes independent MP3 ownership of all your music type thing. And now we have Spotify, Tidal, mm. and all of those things. That was what bugged me out. He, I don't know how he saw that, but he was definitely in the game. He was definitely watching it from a fan of it and was also watching it from a, he was a computer geek. Did he have a, did he have a set rate on what the streams would, would um, generate? We, we didn't know about it streams. streams, we didn't know about case. nothing. It wasn't it was streams. But it was, but it was what he was thinking of creating, right? We were, we were creating it and we pretty much had to have it free. 
because we, we had subscription fees and we were making money off of it, but we had to damn near give it to you to just let you be yeah. able to operate on it. Mm -hmm. But now to this day, a lot of producers come up to me and be like, yo, thank you for Rock Battle. If it wasn't for Rock Battle, nigga, I wouldn't even got through school. Like, yeah. I was using my lease beats to actually pay my way through school. I was paying my college tuition. Most niggas was paying their condos. Niggas left their jobs and was good at making 4500 a month. Doing, wow. like, selling, selling, like, probably, like, 10 lease beats at, like, $30 a whop. That's it. But it messed the game up a little, man. In what, in what it, messed the, it messed the game because up. Because then it was, you had producers that was running around downloading all these lease beats and then bringing them to rappers. Like, yo, here. But, but you have producers this. You have producers getting beats from new name niggas and not giving them nothing on their mixtape. Wow. We we had that we had that barren land going on too, mm -hmm. and this was and we was the, we were the savior of their their lives. Right. Like we were we were we were saying, okay, stop getting jerked by this nigga and just have it available for these niggas in New Orleans right. that was, just want to rap and, and want to get a chance to have a beat that had quality on it to be a potential artist. It was much tougher back then. Yeah, that's all I could say. It yeah. Was, when that, this is now, this is during the time with Napster. Yes, yeah. This is the, the this scene is the and was taking everybody's bread. Yeah. This was a little bit before Napster. Napster hit around. Nap, no, Napster, Napster was Napster was Napster. No, had Napster happened. had to be in yeah, Napster but, had, they, Napster but they didn't shut it. But Napster didn't shut us down because they were still in court. It was yeah. it was it was like four or five years later. Uh, it, it didn't matter, bro. We was on four. Oh four was when oh four. Lime wire came after. Lime yeah, wire. Oh god. Lime wire. So, so as Napster's in court, there were like five other different joints yeah. that just popped up out of nowhere. So it was like, damn, like we're not paying for records. Precursor no more. to the. And the crazy era. thing was with us there as producers, you know, we didn't know how we was gonna be swimming because the internet had came so hard. The way I looked at it is now. Damn, people could download their favorite record for 99 cents. They don't have to download the album no more. So now the whole album suffers because now somebody's just downloading the single. We don't, have, we, don't have the, we don't have the rules no more for our contracts to be honored as far as the whole album. Right, right. I only had a few singles. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it didn't, to me, it was looking like as if, damn, what are we going to do now? But then what happened with the whole streaming situation and start turning shit into where if you're on the popular albums and even though you're not on the popular album and you're on, even though you don't have the single but you're on the popular album, you're now in the playlist of people's playlist. Mm. Right. So you're not really worried too much about the actual picking from the album. You just want to have Christina on everybody's playlist. You want to have Do It Again on everybody's playlist, playlist because everybody's creating their own albums now. Right. I got you. So then all of a sudden I turned into I turned into I turn. I go autopilot. I feel like Streaming turns into autopilot. I'm autopilot now. Now so I'm on the, the, the residuals is coming in ridiculous. Residuals coming ridiculous now because I'm on playlists. I'm on everybody's pop. Fifty Cent. I did like my style. Like my style is on niggas' playlists. Right. You know what I'm Do it again. Uh, you came up by Big Pun. That's on everybody's playlist. You know what I'm saying? Why? The, the most. If I get locked up on everybody's playlist. playlist you know what I'm yeah. saying? So it turned. It just. It just created like a. Like the knob like this. So you know, did you get to sit in the studio with any of these artists or did they just take the beats and then I sat in the studio with a lot of artists. I wasn't part of the whole submitting beat thing. I didn't mm -hmm. do that. I mm -hmm. was there with B. I was there with E. Mm -hmm. I, no, Eminem and Dre I wasn't in with. But I was in with 
Uh, I was in with Dre, and I was in with Exhibit, was in with Christina, in with Missy, wow. in with Pig, in with Maya, oh, Janet, Janet. You know what, what I'm saying? What was it? What, what yeah. was it like? What were some of the best sessions that you ever sat in? Some of my best sessions was with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Wow. He loved, he, by, he loved those sessions because he, he loves them. They're my idols. He loves Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Yeah. I, I want to hear when you and Esso were making magic with Beyonce in the studio. Yeah. Um, that was like running well, around. Like, I've heard the stories. Well, but. well, well, to be very honest, she's one of, more, one of the more professional people in the studio. Very professional. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. a leader. She's definitely a leader. And, and we, we were blessed to be a part. Well, we have two, we have two things happening because we have the Bootylicious remix. Yeah, Bootylicious mm-hmm. remix, Big South to Shane, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, um, from Loud Records. You know, he was a part of that. And uh, Missy, that whole thing. That was like the introduction to us. And it kind of, that friendship and that, that, um, that family that was happening with, you know, Matthew and Tina and everybody, yeah. you know, growing the girls and everything. It, it 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 had us available for the Destiny Fulfilled album. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, we were two of the tracks, two of the first tracks that were picked for the Destiny Fulfilled album. It was If and Free. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We were supposed we, to do the whole album. Yeah. We had the t- we had the talents of Nisha, Chanel, Juanita. When? Put the song together. Juanita went. Nisha, Nisha, Nisha Jackson, Nisha, Tanisha Jackson, Tanisha Jackson, mm-hmm. Chanel, Red, Chanel Irving. Yeah, but Chanel she goes by Chanel Red. Chanel Red, you know what I'm saying? Girl. She's doing the right trouble right now. But, 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 you know, one thing I loved about my career with people like that, the moments were unforgettable. You I heard saying? a moment about you and Esso taking Beyonce through Southside Queens. We, we. Come on. We, I, I don't. That's so like this I is my hood. I, 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 I like, I like, I just like no. to say uh-huh. because people are married now. No, 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 not in that way. Y'all I, I just want, I just want to say, I just want, I just want to say, I just want to say, I just want to say, like we, we just had great experiences. Yeah, y'all we just had, we just had great experiences, and you know, and they're very talented, of course, and um. You know, and, and Beyonce is definitely a dope ass mm-hmm. person. Girl. person. Kelly is a dope ass girl. Michelle is a dope ass girl. Michelle. And I think a lot of the great opportunities that I've been blessed with is because I was I was in so many great rooms with people who, who mm. accepted us as family. Mm. And, and we were able to just be a part of just great things happening, man. It was just it's just and I'm and I'm telling you, I'm I'm just very grateful. I'm yeah. very grateful about that. Everybody, you know lo- everybody loved rock. Yeah. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like I had the relationship. He bought me into the relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. Th- that, and, and, that was the difference. He trusted me to be there. Yeah. You know what I'm I had never yeah. been in the studio with a Beyonce. I had yeah. never been in the studio with Hove. We didn't been through yeah. sessions where Hove was there with B doing records. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, what were those like? And fucking Solange was it there. Was, it was very, it was very, it was because ve- you know what's funny? While that's happening, <laughs> relationships are happening. Yeah, we doing record deals. Doing things is happening, like you know, like you're watching, you're watching just things happen. 
You know, you you never knew that. Look at J and B now. Mm-hmm. You know what so, I'm saying? So you, Look at Solange now. Look at Solange Maya now. Too. Mm-hmm. You know, like we work with she Yummy. Yummy's one of Yummy's one of the do- dopest voices in the game. Like right. you know what I'm saying? Like with Cassie. Yeah, you know, Cassie. Cassie. We 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 sent Cassie to, to like go work on vocal lessons. Yeah, to work work on vocal lessons, get the craft up. Mm-hmm. Now right. she's Cassie, like you know, like it was just experiences with me, man. You know what I'm saying? And when I got older, when I got older, they felt they felt more they felt more. You know what I'm saying? They felt more like wow, like we don't. All right, so I remember going to this party in uh and 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 uh this was strong shit. I remember, <laughs> I, remember, I remember going to this party. Say. I remember going to this party in, in, in the city, not in the city in, in LA, in the city. And this white guy came up to me, right? He was a really big dude in the game, a huge dude in the game. And I met him. They introduced me to him. Really old. He was like, "This, how you doing?" He said, "So," uh, he said, "Rockwilder, uh, uh, how do you feel?" And I just started. Talking about, I was like, yeah, man, you know, I was successful. I mean, I am successful. I feel like I'm successful. You know, I did a few songs in the game, and um, I, t- I said, uh, I said, uh, I wish I could have did more. I wish I, you know, I wish I did what it did like more floods, like Pharrell or what it did the Timberland and stuff like that. And uh, I said, but I got, I did some things I feel good about. I said, but I feel like I need to do more. And he shook my head. He said, but congratulations, you got a hit record. He said, in the back of the days, it was all about getting one hit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said, all right, whatever the fuck you want to do with your life as far as how many hits you want is one thing. He said, but the key is to break through with the hit. That was the key. Mm-hmm. He said, a lot of people, we forget that part. Mm-hmm. Everybody's counting their, their accolades on how many hits they've done or how many, what the relevance and all of that stuff. He said, but the key was to get a hit record. What you won't do for Bobby, what you won't do for love by Bobby Caldwell is a hit record. Facts. Mm-hmm. Let's do it again by Marvin Gaye is a hit record. He said, how many hits do you have, you feel like? I said, I got records that play a lot. You know what I'm saying? He said, they're hit records, but you got through with the hit record. Mm. That was the key. He said, so never try to base it on who did what or who did more, who did, didn't do. You have a hit record. What was your first hit? My first hit was... To the to the books, you came up by big part. Mm. A hip hop mm. hit. You know what I'm saying? I'll be that was a big one too. Yeah, I'll be that was a hit. I'll be that was my favorite one. The Rockwilder, of course. It wasn't the Rockwilder. The Rockwilder was a hit. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, why was it two verses? Oh no, was a hit. That went number one. Yeah, it went number one. My first number one. That was a number one hit. Rest in peace, Nate Dogg. Yeah, rest in peace. Why was the Rockwilder two verses? That's always been so. So the Rockwilder. Is a song that is actually longer, really? and there is a longer version. Wait, with wow, two incomplete verse, with two incomplete verses. Wait, and the and the and the actual and the actual session. I was just talking to Philan about this. Philan Knight, Knight. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Another great person, manager. Mm. She's came manager. My joint for a minute. Uh Electric Lady has the incomplete second verses of Method Red on the rock wow. in, the, in, in Electric Lady Studios. In Electric Lady Studios, holding the, the why holding do they the have it? You back. don't have it because we did. 
The Rock Wilder in its entirety and Electric Lady, but they didn't finish their vocals. So they cut it and sent it so out. So they cut it on la la la, 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 Because from what I'd known, I thought it was supposed to be an intro from one record to the other record. Right. You and they didn't saying? finish it. They didn't finish it. That's, <laughs> oh, no. That, that's it, been the number one too. complaint. It's such a great song, and it was fulfilling, but everybody's yeah. like, that should have been, it should have kept going, but yeah. I think because of the iconicness of that record. And, and Meth wasn't supposed to start when the beat was building up. He really? was supposed to start when the beat dropped. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then he started, he said, microphone check. And I said, yo, no, no, you ain't supposed to start there. He said, what do you mean? I said, you supposed to start when the beat drops. He said, no, that's how I wrote it. And then my man was like, no, Rock. That Let him do it. Let him do it. So, you know. It was, it, was, it, was, it was definitely a record. And to have the record named after me, big shout out to Method Man. Classic word. I, that, that right there was, was amazing. That was amazing to me. But you, you got to know, know one thing, Han. Mm. Two, two, two verse records are big records. People always think that they're too small, too short. Mm -hmm. but, that's, but, but, the, but the psyche is they're going to be able to play it over yeah. and over. No, because over at the time over. frame when that and came And that's what happened yeah. at the listening party. Yeah. Yeah. They played it over and over and over and over. It became that, insane. Yeah, you're right. Insane. I agree with you. Because, like, because the, Method Man, Bring the Pain was two verses, I think, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he's the, like them short two verse, two minute, two minute and two second songs be fire. But that, yeah. at that time when that happened... It was like, whoa, where's the rest of the where's song? Where's the rest? And then, to the, even to this day, everybody that came up in that Why era, no remix? That record was so big. Why no the remix? The beat, everything was huh? amazing. That, that, that record was so big. Why no remix? Felt like it um, couldn't top it? Um, it, mm. it, 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 it claimed a lot of territory to, to, to fit. To, it's yeah. just, that record, to it's me, different. that record to me was, was um, not crazy. What's crazy about that record, I say, I say this in the form of when you read these books about going into your full zoning in, mm -hmm. to your full zone of yourself and releasing your phoenix. Right. Mm. I feel like out of every beat that I've ever done, that beat was probably the most, that beat that I held the most, um, the most pain in because I still had the Reservoir Dogs thing in me. Right. I was. I felt. I. I didn't feel shitted on at that moment, but I just felt like I was. I wasn't getting my chance, and when I did that track, that night that I did that track, I had the mind state of, I'm gonna. I'm gonna put so much into this shit, mm. and and it's gonna be no holes barred. It's gonna be no holes barred, and I was. And and I did feel, the uh, the energy of not feeling enough. You know what I'm saying? And for that track to have my name on it, it was one of them joints where anytime it came on, I never wanted to be there. Mm. Mm. Like I used to, I used to, I used to get drunk and pop pills to mm -hmm. be in a club that was playing it because I hated the people pointing at me and jumping up and doing that shit. You didn't like? I didn't like that shit. Why? I didn't. I didn't like it because it had too much of what I felt. I was trying to do in that track, and I didn't like what it. I didn't like what came with it. 
I didn't like I didn't like that thing. I didn't like that thing. So I used to the go fame? to clubs. I used to go to clubs and tell people, yo, I ended up the, the attention. I'm out of the club. The I didn't energy? like the attention. Was um, the attention bad for you? Like, I, it, I just didn't like I just didn't like that energy. I, I love it. So I used to be you, just imagine a track come on and everybody goes, yo, yo, and I'm like, that's most niggas' dreams. Facts. I'm like. That's most niggas' dreams. And I'm like this, producers? get me out of this damn he club, dude. He wasn't on that type of time. Get me out yeah. of that club. Because I, because it hold, did. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't like it. I didn't like the energy. I didn't like the energy of it. I didn't like, I didn't like, I didn't like it coming on. You know what I, you know what I like about it now? When my son bops his head to it. Mm. When my, when my, when I dance with my daughter at my, at my wedding and she danced with me with it. Right. That's what it means a lot. But in the club, give me a bottle. <laughs> all right, point to me all you want. And then admit I'm out this bitch. We was I'm going to the beach. That is I'm going so, to the beach to play me some jazz music. That's so wild you know that you have to dull yourself out in order to receive the attention and the love that comes from a critically acclaimed Record. legendary beat. Yeah, but it just it just didn't crazy. feel it didn't it didn't I didn't want it. I didn't want it. No, but I understand it. So well, is that why you stayed? In production and not stepped out as far as like the Pharrells and the Timberlands and all these people who's who you can go track for track with. You know what's crazy that you asked me that, Mecca? I watched what Shake went through. Did that traumatize you? What? Okay, bro. Stay like a man. <laughs> <laughs> I watch. I watch what Shake went through. Yeah. What was that like? Did Shake pass before that record dropped? Nah, Shake. Shake had a lot of this. Yeah. Damn, I was afraid of this one though. Um, Shake had a lot of this. And I watched my man try to deal with it. And Play had a lot of that. And I watched what he dealt with. You just didn't want to go through that, huh? That's success. I want to go through it. Yeah, man. You understand, bro. You understand, bro. So, um, if I don't know you back in the days, I would have been like, look, this is what we're going to do. I am the Rockwaller. I'm going to walk around the clubs, and everybody's going to point to me. So, so everything that better. happened to me. Right. And when I'm by myself, I have this moment. Right. With uh, with Redman. Um, with Redman, what he did for me. Right. What Jay, Jay did for me. Right. Much respect. Beyonce. Asshole. The writers. The records. The... The moments, Janet. Wow. Janet, damn, Missy. Mm-hmm. 
um, the museum with Terry Lewis. Mm, crazy. I never wanted that part. Thing. Mm. I was scared of that part. The money and this. That's what I was scared of. Mm. Because it comes with responsibility. And you have to mature in that responsibility. Mm. I look at Jay and be like, damn, he holds that so well. <laughs> A lot of great people that knew how to hold it so well. And um, I saw Shake die in that. Mm. Incredible. But he died in it. Play, take, play, play gives you a testimony on what it did to him. I watched it. I was growing up in it. Never liked it. So when it came time to where I put my best in and then it did it, I never wanted to be there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it, 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 it was a thing where I was afraid of success because I never wanted to die. Right. I never wanted to be alone. Never wanted to experience disappointing anyone. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so when those times came, I never wanted to be there. You want to rock with me? Let's go to the beach. Let's go to the beach, look at some water. Let me pray with my moms. Let me talk to my moms. My kids are born. Now, now, now everything makes sense to them. Right. Mm. Pup, Adia. DJ, Enoch, you know what I'm saying? My grandchildren, you know what I'm saying? Shake proud, shake proud of me. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So Facts. it's like, mama proud of me, mama council proud of me, my mother Facts. proud of me. You did Facts. it. You know what I'm saying? You did it. I, I did it. You did black, it. As black man, as a, as a black man. You know what I'm saying? But, the, but, the, but that journey is weird. I was popping pills just to fit in. I was, pills came with other, quali- other advantages. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. <laughs> we had a whole lot of but fun. But I was really, pop- I was really popping to be comfortable. Yeah, because I was really popping to be comfortable because I knew I was. It was you're becoming. Yeah. But I appreciate everybody that has something to do with that, and I apologize to anybody who I disappointed in that journey. Because sometimes I look at Jay and I wish me and Jay would have had a better relationship. But you know what I'm saying? I like, you know, I see him with Swiss, I see him with Pharrell and everybody, and I'd be like, dang, like, you know what I'm saying? I was uh, I did something too. But you know what? I just hope that I didn't disappoint him. I hope I didn't just I hope at a time that I was learning myself, he wasn't watching me. Because I feel like everybody's watching everybody. Mm-hmm. Me and Red talk about life all the time. I'm happy that whatever we disappointed in each other, we got it right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like with Janet, I always send, I just send Janet a long message to say, yo, Janet, I'm looking at my mother's wall in Alabama. There's pictures of all my relatives, all my relatives. And then there's one picture of Janet. <laughs> like there's a picture of Janet. She's like this. And it was the picture of Janet that I looked at that picture when she, he had that, my brother, my brother Dale had that picture in his room. And I said, yo, I'm going to be working with her one day. And I'm gonna invite you to a concert, and she's gonna be performing my record. And it happened. And I went upstairs and worked on five songs, like as if I had just got the job, but I didn't get the job. But I worked on those records. Months later, she called me. I go to work with her. We work on an off you album. Brought my brother to the show. She's coming down the joint, performing one of my records. You know what I'm saying? You know? 
You know? So, so, you know what I'm there's saying? Power. There's power. <laughs> there's power. In here, in here. Damn, that shake shit caught me. I never caught that. Wow. Shake yeah. caught me. Shake wow. caught me, man. Mm-hmm. But um, this do say, man. This do say. We'll bring Dulce. the truth. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring we'll bring inner emotions That's out of you. That's the slogan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Holding up that cup? Yeah. Hope is proud the of inner, you right now. Don't say. <laughs> the inner emotion. You know what I'm saying? But um, but but yeah, I'm very, 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 very grateful. But I never wanted it to to get me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I never wanted it to get me. And a lot of my friends didn't know that too. A lot of my friends nah. that out that like at, at a certain level of my life didn't realize that that mm-hmm. that I was experiencing that. Yeah. And it was fucking with me because when it came down to your money, you get millions of dollars. You never had this money before. Mm. Right. How you gonna manage I mean, it if you don't know what the fuck to do with it? That, and that's what I wanted to and ask I, you. Yeah. How easy is it to blow a million dollars? It's the same as blowing ten dollars. Me we, and this dude, me and this yes. dude did a million. Yes. Me and this dude did a million and change. He negotiated a million dollars deals. Mm-hmm. He did it. Yeah. As a black man, he negotiated a million dollar deal with another black man that was appreciative of a million dollar deal. Mm. Shout out to Sylvia Rome. She Shout to Sylvia Rome. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But check this out. You don't know about the business manager. You don't know about the financial advisor. The you don't lawyer. know these things. Right. You don't know. You don't know what's happening, what's doing what. No one. Nobody's going to give you the code. No. Mm. Nobody's going to give you the code. Rock. Too much money missing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what <laughs> Too always. much money. Always watching to the scent. Mm-hmm. Too much money missing. Something wrong. Can't blow a million like that. We but you know what? So you watch and blow a million. Nigga. We have, I, yo, nigga, I, I blow. We watch. We watch. Spend we watch. It. We watch the million. We watch the million get mishandled. Yeah. We watch the million get mismanaged. A dude stole you know three hundred and sixty-five thousand. Yeah. We. we I've, I've, I, I, I got caught. I got caught in the thing. And and, mm-hmm. and 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 you know what's crazy mm-hmm. about that, Rand? My knowledge of money now. I just know he didn't. He didn't steal it. He just mismanaged it. Mm. Mm. He didn't inform us of where the money was, where he was putting the money at to do his little hustle. He didn't inform us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 so it's like, it's like you learning these things firsthand, spank hand. Mm. The only thing that saved my life, let me tell you what saved my life, dog. Ernest Stinson, my father, not my biological father, but my stepfather. Mm. I watched him sweep the floor of a lumber yard and become one of the best lumber cutters in the yard. When I went on that machine, I said, if my father could be one of the best janitors in a lumber yard and to one of the hottest, highest working paid lumber cutters, I'm gonna get on this machine and be one of the best producers in the world. I worked. I worked all the way till now. He worked hard. I worked hard. We worked. Late hours, all we day. We worked. We worked. We worked. We worked. It saved our lives. It did. So even though, you know, mismanagement, new business management, big shout out to Bruce Zeckendorf. I love you to death. Zeckendorf with Raleigh LLC. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I love y'all niggas because y'all, I came to y'all doorstep wounded. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Saved my shit. But I worked. I worked so hard. That to this present day, I worked through it. 
Did we blow some money? Oh yeah, we blew some money. <laughs> <laughs> work you worked that hard. And at the same time you had to run from what came from the fruits of your work. Yeah. Stayed in the studio. Stayed in the studio. Like like it or not. Whether it went bad or whether it went good, we stayed in the studio. I, I don't think we did I, I don't think we did nothing semi. else. We part we partied because we had we we worked hard, hard that day. Every day. Fruits I, of your we labor. Had sex you know in the saying? studio. I had sex yes. in the studio. I had appointments, yo, rocks coming in too. Shorty meet me there at noon. Yeah. Cause that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Sylvia would call us in our studio. Yes. They, they gave us a studio at Sony. Mary J. Blige was calling my jack like, yeah. yo, we in it. the studio. Big shout to Yummy Bingham. Yummy Bingham writing like a hawk. She's writing like this. She's writing like she's writing like this. She's writing. She's writing. They called us the she's trio writing. back called then. Called us the trio. She's writing. Yummy Bingham writing. Every, it was always that's a work environment. About. It's unique because you know Mecca differently and you know Esso differently. And they both have the, the vibe. What was that like with Busta, with S.O. Busta? Busta Rhymes. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm all right, Duce. All right, Duce, don't do it to me. No, do, do, it. Do, it. do it. Do it, I'm saying. Do Busta it. Rhymes. Busta Rhymes is my brother. That's my brother. Mm. That's my brother, dude. That's, that's, my, that's my brother. That's my brother. Um, at a time that I was making no money, Buster was blessing me with bread, paying for my tracks and giving, me, giving it to me for true talent, having me at the studio and keeping me up here. Damn, do say. <laughs> at a time, at a time where, dude, I was low. I was low. I was low. And me and this dude would stay at the, we would stay in the studio. He would play beats, play my beats, and he would take them and just hold them, but he would pay me for them. He didn't even know he was. He didn't even know if he was using the beats. He didn't even know if he was using wow. them. Wow. Damn, Duce, he was, he was feeding my kids, mm. right? Damn, man, he was feeding my kids. He didn't know. But then I saw Buster in the club, and me and Buster would drink all night, and we would talk to each other. Sometimes he had tears in his eyes, sometimes I had tears in my eyes. We was both fighting something, both of us, and... Um, and I watched him a lot of times in the club. He didn't know I was fucked up. And I didn't know what he was going through. And it just so happens that we broke out of it. We broke out of it. You see him now. He's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Amazing, amazing. Mm -hmm. I know he broke out of it. Mm -hmm. And then I broke out of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But the music... And the, and, the, and the respect that he gave me throughout that whole joint was amazing. These are dudes that could work with anybody. They could work with anybody like Missy. You know, Busta, you know what I'm saying? Missy had me on stage. I wasn't a DJ. I wasn't a D. I wasn't DJ Scratch, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> 
Buster was responsible for a lot of shit. Buster was responsible for, and you know who introduced me to Buster? Shake. In the Q Club. In the Q Club. And from that moment, he received me. And 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 every album he tried to make me a part of, Harvey, he gave me yeah. my he gave me bread. He cut them checks. Called you for the Zar video. Called could, me for the like not, like like, like come on, dude. Could let me tell you something, Zar. Let me tell you something about Zar. Zar, I was low, nigga. I was low, nigga. I was low, nigga. Shit wasn't together. I was low. I knew something was wrong with you. I was low. You didn't talk to me at all that day. I was low. You was like working. You you kept your nose down. You was there for the scenes. You would not talk to me. I kept trying to pull you off. Like, yo, you all right? I knew something was wrong. I'm putting babies to sleep. I'm putting DJ to sleep. Looking at the bed where the wife was. Me and her going through it. And I'm just like this. And I'm popping. Because Buster going to have me up all night. till five in the morning. That's a fact. I don't really want to be out, but I got to work. But Buster was opening them doors to me mm-hmm. so I could work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's crazy. When you think about, when you think about, you see so many movies on Netflix about black men and what they had to overcome. Right. Slavery, what they had to overcome, mm-hmm. all of this. Right. And look at us black men. Look at us. Right. Come on, Math. You a Trauma. black man. Yeah. You a black man. How many Math Hoffers is on your block? Waiting to waiting to be math of the Hoffa. Right. They mm-hmm. wanna be, they wanna be, they look at you come out the street and they be like, damn, a nine to five. I'm like, I gotta do a nine to five tomorrow. I don't even got no money tomorrow. My wife upstairs, oh my God, I'm about to lose it all. Oh, I've been there. And 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 new math hopper comes out of his crib and walk. SO is watering a garden. You're doing, you're doing, you're doing, doing I'm, yeah, but, 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 I'm, I'm just saying, well, I got this thing, I got this thing about the black men thing. Right. When I watched, I just watched Jackie Robinson. The movie? I cried through that movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I do say I ain't a crier. <laughs> but, but I'm just like, yo, like, look what he had to go through, man, to be the best baseball player. player. All that shit. And then the crazy part is they told him. You're gonna have to spend a lot of years eating shit. You eating can't shit. Fight you can't back. fight back for And then they said, now nah, you can fight back. And I remember he busted up one of these baseball players and he looked in his face. He said, I never forget. Because yeah. that, that player did something to him yeah. years ago. Yeah. He said, I ain't forget. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, let me tell you something. We go through it. Oh, yeah. We go through it. And we're not and allowed it, to be it weak. Is, it is. There's no doubt about it if you want to put it on a scale i mean there's people there's, there's people going through things all over the world mm, man. but in this country we go through it we go through it but the beauty of it for me the thing that makes me go i go another day uh-huh yeah we're built yes yeah 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 built for, yeah, built for it you went through everything you went through Grandioso, Rockwaller, people mention your name. There's a producer outside right now. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah. he's kicking himself in the ass for not being late. able to get here on time. Yeah. Wow. Because he could sit here and catch these jewels. Wow. He's right outside wow. right now. Wow. Right now. Right wow. now. Right now. You let him in But this is good. what you've done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that walk, little man coming yeah. up behind you, oh, dad took the walk. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Jackie Robb. How many Jackie Robs we had? Yes, 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 yes. But they saw him take the wall. They saw him take the wall. And they were like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's our path. That's our path. And we did that. This show right here? Yeah. Part of my wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's people that hit me every day. Like, yo, bro, from where you came from? Yeah. From who you was? Yeah. My friends, yo, I can't believe it. Part of my wall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You built for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the more we, yeah, we just showing them, you're built for it. Yeah, you, yeah. You can do it. Yeah. I wonder because I don't want to lose off topic. Yeah. You, you and Esso said something at the same time. Y'all both said Buster opened a lot of doors for y'all. What What did he open for Buster, you? Buster. Buster. What he do for you? At one time. Buster was probably one of the closest people to me. Yeah. I spent a lot of time in his house. Khaled wasn't Khaled yet. Mm-hmm. Or nothing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Buster put me with Puff Daddy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Buster put me with Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. When Dr. Dre called me the best manager he ever met in his whole career. He couldn't believe it when he met me. That was all because of Buster. Straight up and down. Mm-hmm. Me, me and Buster stayed close until somebody told him a complete lie, but I never held no grudge or anything. Because people gonna believe some things that people say mm. or whatever. Don't get me. You don't. You don't. But he gotta go. But 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 he as a as a as a as a dude, he helped us to solidify a lot of things. He he did the intro on records for me. Reggie did. Redman did. Freestyles when he would be like Randy, Randy, that's my real name, Randy. I don't do no freestyles. Reggie, please do this for me. All right, come yeah. on, come on, we gonna go downstairs. I'm gonna yeah. do, I'm, I'm gonna do it for you because I, because I, I want you to be big. Yeah. But Bus used to tell everybody, I'm gonna run the game. Yeah. Get in line with him right now. I just got things happen. Like he said, I, I, I was going through shit too. I was in my twenties. Yeah. Yeah. I was still wilding. I was popping. Yeah. I, I was still. I was out there still. The bulletproof vest. He was, but the bulletproof vest was when I was at Murder Inc. Oh yeah, that was. That's a whole nother stage. That's the dreaded Randy. When I didn't know him then. Yeah, okay. that's when you had to have the bulletproof vest and the burner just to park in the lot and get across the street. Mm. That Jay, that they started letting Jay pull on the sidewalk, nigga. I met, They still mm. do now. Yes. Mm. They you know be having saying? adults that be sleeping for the guns. Jay, th- nigga, this was a regular sidewalk, though. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. wasn't no driveway. They let Jay pull on the, onto the sidewalk yeah. in front of the glass building so he could yeah. jump out and go through the turnstile. Yeah. That, that's how it was, because niggas was on the block, nigga, waiting all day. If they was in front of Def Jam or they was on Hit Factory... Sony block, 54th and 10th. Mm-hmm. Right there. Yeah. That's where niggas was cutting. Niggas was getting whole deals on 54th and 10th with they beat tape, nigga. Mm-hmm. Give me your beat tape. We gonna go listen, stay downstairs. Come up. We got money for you. Mm-hmm. That's how the game was, but you had to know. Mm-hmm. There was no way for you to know. Somebody had to tell, tell you, you yeah. where everybody was. And literally, you pull up, nigga, every DMX is going in there. Beyonce and them, Maya is over there in Sony, fucking Buster's recording at the Hit Factory, mm-hmm. everybody, Jay's doing random sessions with niggas from Rockefeller, Bleak would be in the studio with us, nigga. My right, yo, every, DJ Twins, yo, 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 Richard yo, everybody, Wright, my everybody was in the, my every, brother's there boy. was not one person yeah. that I didn't put my hands on literally and 
got mad love from. Bad. We was getting money. We was in every label from Jive to fucking Universal to Sony. It was it was a different time. The smell of the studio was different. Right. Yeah. I, I, I remember seeing Beyonce for the first time. Like, damn, this bitch look better in person. <laughs> and she's the coolest nigga. I tell everybody, Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige, what? You said she's the coolest. What, did she look better in person? No, no, you said something else. Oh. But, um, <laughs> moving on. Mary J. Blige was one of the coolest people ever. Mm. It seemed like the biggest people are the most... They're the coolest because they, because, they, yeah. because they know what they've been through and where and where we're at. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Because I almost caught a tear from him talking, just thinking about me seeing Dr. Dre. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. I, 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 I had all those creative thinking. What you don't know is I used to help to produce the records that Yummy wrote, not making beats. Helping her write it, doing yeah. what the producer do. No, don't don't put Rap that out. there. Rock, yeah. Rock, Rock was sick. That's how I started doing it. He, he had to have a surgery, and yeah. then he was in the studio with us. So I said, I'm gonna give it a shot for the yeah, Dr. Dre yeah. records. No, for other records prior. Yeah. So by the time we got to Cali, Dre gave her the beat, and Rock was like, they gonna go in and yeah, do their thing. She wrote the record in 15 minutes. Yeah, Yummy's a Yummy's a beast. She wrote the record in 15 beast, minutes, and Dre, I nature. came back. I said, "Yo, Dre, the record's done." Yeah, and Dre was like, "That record ain't done." What record? Yeah. It was, it never came out. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. The bust got the record. Yo, I used no, to no, love that's him. A, that's the other anymore. record. That ain't yeah. the record she wrote 15 minutes. Yeah. Are you, are you talking not anymore? Yeah, not anymore. Yeah. Nah, yeah, the yeah. record she wrote for 15 minutes was Dre's record that we wanted to put on the album. Remember? Oh, and they she, wanted she would never be me. She would there never you be go. Me. Yeah. She wrote the record in 15 minutes. She wrote that and I record so quick, it, man. And Rock taught me the board. So when Dre came in there, Dre was like, I thought you was the manager. So I am, but I, I do, I, I, I do he, this he too. He's very too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and he was like, I've never too. seen that because we was on point with our business. We was vibing. We was vibing, We, we was, we was, at, at was that time, vibe. we was the vibe. Rihanna was calling for Yummy Record. Like, everybody was calling us. She was supposed to be bigger than everybody that was out. She had the yeah. biggest budget. She had a bigger budget she had than big everything. She had everything. Yeah. But, but we was all young and, yeah. and melting very pot young. faltered. Very young. Very we young. What happened? She was 19. What happened? Just Everything. a lot of shit. You know what happened? I, I, when you get older, you see it in a different way. Mm -hmm. She had a lot. She was young with a lot of power. She was young with a lot of power and a lot of potential power. And sometimes you got to have the responsibility Maturing. for it. And she didn't do anything wrong. She was young. Like, like you know, it's funny. Right. I'm 51 years old right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We were in our 20s. She was 20. 19. She was 19. She got, she got, she got little, little patience now. She got Ari now. You know what I'm saying? Her little, her little babies now. She's smart. She, like, we talk different now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Missy love her. Missy just posted her. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and she's she's on her journey. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and but but we were young. Look right. at Pac. You know what's funny? We we gave Pac and, and Big so much responsibility at that, that young they were ass babies. Mm. Mm -hmm. We gave them moral responsibilities. Dad, Big, why'd you go to LA? Well, Pac, why did you why did you sit in the car with like why there did you, you take your bulletproof vest off? Like, you know what I'm saying? And now my son is 31. You know what I'm saying? Pup is 31, like, and I'm saying to myself, damn, he was 24. Pup at 24 would have did everything. Went to L.A., 
Wild out. Wild out. He would have had the burner on him. He would have wild out. Went, went to the GM building. Bill yeah. said, hi, him and Jeremy and Jimmy, they would have mm. went and did they little one, yeah. one two. Right. Everything would have Jeremy would have shot back. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah. we're crazy. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like 24, 25, big, responsible. We, we called them old men. At Big Papa. We called him, we called him Big Papa at 25. 25. Mm-hmm. And he's got the hat on, got the Godfather thing on. Yeah. He's a baby. Mm. Yeah. Some, I, I feel like some people are ahead of their time. And all, all the interviews that I've done with everybody who knew those two, it's always like, like they knew more than they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. 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 Maybe they did. Yeah. Maybe Come on, did. Pac. We're giving Pac credible credit. We're making him credible for poetry, for 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 leadership, black movement leadership that he was speaking. Dear Mama was written by a baby. Mm. A lot you know of responsibility. Brenda's got Dear a baby. Brenda's was got a baby, baby was written by a baby. But then Big Papa, Big Papa was written by a baby. Give me the loot. Sky's the limit, written by a baby. We over here, Sky's the limit would have been written by a person 40 years old. But we all ignored Mm. suicidal thoughts. We just thought it was ill. Yeah, suicidal thoughts. Nobody nobody thinks about the pressure Mm. of the mind, the the pressure that must be on the mind that came up with that record. Yes. Yo, Rock, you got to remember, bro, you're not alone out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, your people is on the other side of the phone when you start feeling some kind of way. Like, next time I pull you to the side to talk to you, bro, you... Dude, let me tell you something. As a black man... It's tough. As a black man... Yeah, but I'm one of those, With the responsible... With the responsible... Responsibility of children, the responsibility of keeping it together. Success in the black community is not through the whole family. It sometimes falls on one in individual, person. and then and then every and then and then not knowing. I remember when I first made a million dollars, right? Big shout to Vernon Brown because this I is the conversation. Because that's the conversation. I, I, knew you was gonna bring this I up. went to <laughs> Vernon Brown and Kevin, 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 and the Vernon yeah. Brown. They sat me down. They said, "All right, you did the publishing deal for six hundred thousand. You just did made you did four hundred thousand dollars worth of work. You're actually a millionaire." I said, "I'm a millionaire." He said, "Yeah, you're a millionaire." I shook his hand, I went in the elevator, went down the elevator, I walked out. I didn't look like Will Smith at the end of the Pursuit of Happiness. I didn't do that. <laughs> but I definitely walked mad slow. What? I walked mad slow to the parking lot. What? And I gave the nigga my card, I gave the nigga my, my ticket, 60 Broad Street. And I watched my truck come out. And I got in my truck, and I took the 59th Street Bridge home. Mm. Everything was traffic, took the long but it way, wasn't yeah. traffic that day. <laughs> I was just like this, um, and I went home, and I fell asleep. I laid in the bed because when I woke up the next day, I was a millionaire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you know what? I was scared to death. You know why? Because now I gotta tell my moms I'm a millionaire, my family I'm a millionaire. My friends find out I'm a millionaire. I wasn't thinking about getting robbed or nothing, nothing like that. Yeah, no, it's not nothing yet. like that. But it's the but the responsibility of, it. of who needs it, what I'm supposed to do with it, what can I do with it, what should I do with it? Why don't you just keep it to yourself? 
Then not nah, keep that from I'm smoking his mom. weed, nigga. I'm smoking weed. <laughs> I'm buying bigger bags. <laughs> I'm driving my truck. I'm not dressed. Right. I got on a pair of Jordans. They knew something was different. I was just too lazy that day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I kept working. We playing beats. Because me, we, we all play beats for the block. It just yeah. so happens the beats got sold that night. But we, we, we doing mm. beats. We doing beats. Me, Prince, Troy, Sage, Kid Nice, Eddie, Rashid. We all doing beats. Right. We playing the beats in the car. We driving around Queens and we smoking the best of weed. We, it's like whatever, uh, Jeff, Steve, 113th, Shy, all of them. Everybody, we're just, we're just in the thick of it. Right. But the day was different and the responsibility came because we don't get the memo from the uncles and, and the other financial the people, leaders. I'm the first. Right. Mm. What do I do? I remember when I bought my crib in Long Island. Mm -hmm. I used to watch the sprinklers come on, and I used to sit in the back. And, and I, I said this in an interview one time. I looked in the back. I saw two cars in the yard. I saw my Hayabusa. I saw this big house. And I, I smoked weed, and I said, what the fuck I'm going to do now? You have to know. What you're gonna do? What next. you're gonna do? Because it's I'm always not, been a goal. It's been a goal, but and you never you know what happens. You know when what's you get funny? There. My man Five Mics mm -hmm. came on the show. He talked about this. He talked about getting a bag uh -huh. and just being stuck. Yeah, being sick, like, right? He, yeah. yeah, like he got he felt sick. sick every time. He got sick because he was like, "Yo, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do, what to do next." Dude, you know what I got? You know what I got? My only high was the sprinklers. Sprinklers? I used to love to come. I, I, one thing I did that I was that I knew to do. I knew to put a studio upstairs and built in bedroom number five. I knew how to keep the pool warm, and I knew how to do the sprinklers, sprinklers. because that's all I knew. Yeah. So I would come outside and look at the sprinklers at five o'clock, mm. and say to myself, "I know this part because I sat in Gavin Cheryl's backyard, mix out salt and pepper. Mm -hmm. So I used to always sit in her backyard and watch the sprinklers." And I would sit in her backyard to watch the sprinklers. And they would let me sit back there and watch the sprinklers. And then I bought my house. I think I bought my house because Cheryl and Guy bought their house. That's I really did. Mm -hmm. And I bought that house and I watched the sprinklers. Wow. When the sprinklers would go down, I would go in this big ass crib, go in my bedroom because that came from the apartment in Promenade, and I would go to sleep. And I would wake up and say, okay, what do I do now? The whole because because you have to talk to pe people. Have to come to your crib and know how to vibe, but un unfortunately, there's when you have when you have riches like that, you're telling people about what you don't what you've done. They can't talk to you the same way. way. You don't know that you're talking too much. You don't know that you're saying too much. Unfor it's not it's not bad. Yeah, but you just communicating with the wrong thing so you, you're not feeding, nothing's feeding you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Niggas know how to smoke. Oh yeah, when it comes to smoking weed, oh niggas don't know how to come to your crib and get in the backyard and smoke weed. Mm -hmm. But who's talking about real estate? Mm. Who's talking about the two family crib? Who's talking about putting money aside for this? Who's talking about your investment? If we ain't getting around the corner and getting smoking weed and talking about investments, we, too, we just talk, we just smoking weed. When them niggas finish smoking weed, unless you hungry, you about to eat. I, I, I never, nigga, if I got it, we all gonna eat. Yeah. But uh, what are we talking about around the table? How good the food is? So when did you learn? When, when, 
I, ha I really had two questions, but yeah. my, my main one is, when did you decide that it was okay for you to deal with this fear? When did you decide that it was okay to sit down and talk to somebody, or, or have you even made that decision? When I went did you down, start dealing with it? I went down, right? I went down to a point where I was in that big-ass crib, and I had nothing. My health had went, everything. Everything was gone because I got so stressed out about the responsibility. It started weighing on my body. Mm -hmm. It started fucking me up. Then my brother died. My brother Bo. Yeah. He died in 04. When he died, I died. Really. You know what I'm mm. saying? Because, you know, this is I did it all for him. I did everything for him. You know what I'm saying? And he won't catch the do say he'll catch the celebration because I already did enough crying for him. Right. You know what I'm saying? But but um I remember that. When he when he died, like everything, everything went blank. And and I sat in the crib and I worked on music. I, I never stopped working on music, but I didn't have no direction. I had no direction, right? So I went down and I remember Telling my moms, I said, your mom, my mother's a preacher. Um, Eva Givens, big shout out to Eva Givens, William Givens. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I said, mom, something wrong. I said, I got all of this, but I don't know what's going on. And she said, why don't you pray? I said, I'm sick of praying. I said, because I think I'm praying to God for something that I don't deserve. I'm supposed to know what this is. What is this? What is this? It's something I'm doing wrong. You know what I'm saying? So then... Um, my health had went to the point where one day I almost died. He was sweating on the inside yeah, of his body. I was sweating on the inside of my body. I had hydrogenitis and, yeah. and I was going through I was going through inflammations in my he body. Was sick as fuck. Yeah, so the day of the video dollar bill that I did for Envy and Fabulous, they had to take infections off my off my underarms because they were getting infected because they weren't sweating right. Mm -hmm. So I had to get bandages under my, on my arms. Mm -hmm. And um, one day, Fran used to, my wife, Fran, used to, used to pat me up. She used to pat me up. And she was taking the bandage off one day and it was close to her artery. It started bleeding. I didn't notice. So... I'm about to show up to the dollar bill video, so she wrapped me up again. I don't know, black t-shirt. She wrapped me up again. And um, it bled through the it bled through the bandage again. You know what I'm saying? It bled through the bandage again. And um, and uh I said, Yo, friend, something wrong. Something wrong. Now, mind you, I lived in Hall Park. I lived uh like 50 minutes from the actual hospital that mm -hmm. I went to when they patted me up. So um, she called the doctor. The doctor said, well, what's happening? She said, I keep wrapping them up, but the blood keeps coming through the pad. He said, okay, well, come to my office and let's check it out. So they, she wrapped me up again. Kenyatta puts me in the car. Fran's in front of me. And um, she came out with her sister, Sonia. So now Sonia in the car, Kim in the car. I mean, Sonia in the car, Fran in the car, me and Kenyatta behind it. I'm in the car. Next you know, the blood is coming through the, the black shirt, and it's making red again. I say, yo, something wrong, do something wrong. So now we're in traffic, coming from, uh, from exit 63, and we're going to, like, exit 20. Mm -hmm. Traffic. So, he was so way out there. we in the left, we, we zooming, we zooming. Cops pull us over and say, yo, what's wrong? He said, yo, look, he's bleeding, he's bleeding. We're trying to get him to the hospital. He said, all right, do you want to escort? He said, no, we just got to let the cops know that... Uh, we coming. We coming. Yo, so we doing it. I'm sitting in the car. Now the blood is all over here. 
Red is red right here on a black shirt. Red on a black shirt. Mm -hmm. So Kenyatta's like, yo, just chill, don't move, just move. So when we finally got to the when um, we finally got to his office, which was like 50 minutes later or something, I go to the door. His door is closed because he was doing some surgery up at North Shore, which is like probably like a mile over. Mm -hmm. You know, when I walked back to the car, I couldn't walk because I was bleeding. I, I bled too much. So I crawled back to the car, and I sat in the car like this. And Kenyatta said, I said, yo, Kenyatta, take me over to Community Drive over to Manhasset. And it was traffic. It was 5 o'clock with that traffic. And um, Kenyatta said, yo, chill, man. I said, yo, nigga, I peed on myself. I said, nigga, I'm dying. I know I'm dying. Next thing you know, I was looking at one spot, and the corner of my eyes was getting black like this. And I got scared, and he said, yo, and Kenyatta was like, yo, Rock, don't go, man. Don't, please don't go. There was a Dr. Pepper in my truck. Nobody knows how this Dr. Pepper got here. I asked Kenyatta to this day, like, Kenyatta, did what you drink? He said, nigga, I don't, I don't like Dr. Pepper. Nobody drink Dr. Pepper. If Dr. Pepper was in my joint. I drank it. Whatever it did, it did something. I went to the uh, sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spinach, right? I'm back. So I went to, I went to, I got to the, I got to the hospital, and the man came. The security guard came to the car. When the security guard came to the car, the blood was coming out of the my seat. It was, it was like coming down like a water, like waterfall, like that. Shit. And he put me in a chair, and he put me inside. And this lady was helping somebody else, and she saw me like this, and she said, "Hold on one minute." And she said, "Sir, are you all right?" And I said, "Yo." Yo, somebody gotta help me. I went out. When I woke up, Fran was over me. I had tears in my eyes, and there was blood on certain parts of the wall and stuff. And uh, I asked her, so what happened? They said, yo, you went out. You went out. You, you was out. You was gone. You know what I'm saying? But they kept padding up the area where the artery was. Right. You know what I'm saying? And um, so the whole thing about it was in, in the, in the uh, in the hospital, they say you're rocked down in the in the he's in dying. He's in the hospital dying. They know if I got shot, they know whatever happened. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was supposed to be at the Dollar Bill video, so I'm sorry for not showing up, Envy, to the Dollar <laughs> Bill video. But I was dying. Right. But um, but uh like situations like that was happening because I didn't have no I had no ceiling. Once I did that goal, there was nothing else. There was nothing else for me to to do. And I didn't have no idea of what you it was. Suffering but from success. Question. Suffering from success. Why didn't you set another one? After I, because I, I always was comfortable with. I had did so many bucket list checkoffs with Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, Janet, Rock Wilder, all these different type of things. In my mind, I knocked the boys you down. You're supposed to die. You know what I'm saying? I'm You're good. You're supposed to go after that? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Fob said the same thing. He was like, yo, this is incredible. They can get all this money. Nah, something's going to happen. I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> something's going to And I was like, making my crazy. piece. I was making, yo, I was just sitting there like, yo, this is how this shit go. Like, but then when I came back, I read a book called The Seed of the Soul. Okay. By Gary Zukov. Big shout to Wendy Zizo. She gave me that book. I read that book with the seed of the soul, and, and that's the time when I was married. I had my children, you know what I'm saying? I had grandchildren, and I, I, I read about life from a different angle mm. of a spiritual being having a physical experience. Mm. So the physical situation has this five sensory thing that happens 
but then the spiritual being has a multi-sensory thing. Right. So then I understood why the, the song was the rock wilder. You know what I'm saying? I understood the I understood Jesus. I understood everything. It made me just open up my mind and then it didn't make me feel like as if I needed to be validated by anybody again. It just made me feel great as a man. But it was great to know that shape, play, organize, Damien, Tribe Call Quest, Red Man, Flatliners, Big Pun, um, Red Man again, Tour, DJ Twins, um, Jay Z, Rockefeller, Christina Aguilera, Christina Aguilera DJ Clue, Bust. Janet, Big Draws, Esso, Yummy, Mecca, you, because I, I had moments with all of y'all. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like it's like it's like it started making sense once I read the book. I said, "Oh, it's a journey. It's a journey." So, the money, all right. You know what I'm saying? The money you, but but look, but look, you made you made you, you made millions. Mm -hmm. Can you make it again? Yeah, but now I'm not looking at the point of making it again. It's the impact. It's it's the it's the it's the fact of I'm in a zone. I'm in a zone. So, you know. Thanks, Pharrell, you know, thanks, Pharrell, thanks, Swiss, thanks, Tim, thanks, Missy, thanks, you know what I'm saying? Everybody. You know, thank everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so it's, it's, it, was a, it was a journey, so I had to learn to live with, live with the fact of my identity, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Of who I, I never knew who I was in, in mm. it, because I was so busy trying to seek validation and have the responsibility of thinking I knew what to do. Jane Blaze, come on. Snoop. My A, my A, my Snoop A heart, bro. my A heart. Jane Blaze with me through the whole ride. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We, 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 we did a journey. You know what I'm saying? My kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like everybody's a journey. My mother, my father, sisters and brothers. I'm thinking, you know, everything means something when I read that book. Everything meant something. So, in the, so, in the, so what's the, what was the key that you was missing? Validation for myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I didn't have to worry about how I looked in a crib and how everybody would, 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 would perceive it. Right. It was my crib. It yeah. was my money. It was my, my, my time, my life, my, my, my heart, my tears, my heart. Yeah. It was my shit. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and God blessed me with it. God blessed me with it. Not here, but I activated God within me. To, to make it happen. It was an activation. Right. So when it was all God, it didn't, the money didn't, it wasn't important to me. Like all the other things wasn't important. It just was God after that. And the responsibility that I had to myself as being God, mm. saying, okay, all right, now, now, look at, look. Rock Wilder, producer, family. Father. Father. Son. Children and everything. And to me, Dog, I'm I'm I'm, I'm I'm a whole man walking. I'm a whole man. You so know can what we saying? celebrate you now? Is it okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Celebrate. Let's celebrate. That's my father right there. This right here. That's him right there. This is this right there. This gets the interview the way it's supposed to be. I was planning on this wasn't supposed to be the interview. Look, look, look. Yeah. I'm sure Jay-Z appreciates you now. Yeah, do say, do say. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Ho. You got the story out of me. Woo! Jay this always appreciated that. Yeah. Make sure you clip that part right there. But no, but the crazy, the crazy thing was with Jay, I, I have strong, strong, 
strong admiration for Jay because I don't know what his tools were, but I learned I, I learned so much from him. If anybody say who was the person that you would love, I always, when people used to ask me who was the person you would love to work with, blah blah blah, blah and I was like, nah, I work with everybody. I don't have no list no more. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Bury right. me a G. You know what I'm right. saying? Just make sure that the hat is in the coffin. Right. Bury me a G. But if I had to say who do I wish to work with again with a better understanding of the person who I am now, mm -hmm. Jay. Wow. I, would I, would love to do a I would love to do a whole album with Jay and let me do my beats and appreciation of what that is that you, he's, he's showing. He's showing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That you know, just as an individual, right. what he's showing. Because I did it with Buster. Yeah. I do it with Red. And I respect those men just as well. You right. know what I'm saying? I got a lot of respect for Buster. Buster could get anything from me. Like, me and my Buster, my Buster run, me and my Buster run feel like a me and Pharrell run. Me and like a Buster Pharrell run. You know what I'm saying? Although Pharrell had more of the, the bing bangers, like, you know what I'm saying? I still feel like me and, Pharrell, me and Buster's run was like a Pharrell run. Right. Me and Redman's run is on a run just on brother, just brother. You know what I'm saying? Like, brother. You know what I'm saying? Me and Missy's run is, is a run that I'm her DJ. She asked me for beats, but it's hard for me to submit beats to, to, to Missy yeah, because I'm already her little brother like a DJ. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, love, I love that, what we have. You know what I'm saying? Right. But she always like, Rock, I need this. And I try to do it, but I tell her all the time, I really love just DJing for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and she's one of the most illest people in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and like, you know, I just, I just got so many great, so many great things to, to celebrate. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, you know, it just feels good. It's just a great feeling for my life, man. You know I'm what I'm saying? Happy for you, man. Good to happy see you come full circle, my guy. Yes, yes. Did your mic fall off? Did my mic fall? No, it didn't fall off. Right, no, that's in the spot. It's the same spot. It's the same spot. Yeah. Wow. And to think, it's not over. Yeah. Because now you're going to work with Matt Hoffa. Yeah. Nobody else clapping? Oh yeah, and we got, and we got. Yeah, I, I thought you were saluting yourself. Why y'all laughing? Like, I'm, I'm laughing. Some shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 Muddy Waters, Muddy Waters is definitely coming. Muddy Waters two. Yeah. Muddy Waters two. Muddy Waters two. Red Man is definitely cooking. We cooking, and it sounded really good. I thought it was finished. Huh? I thought it was finished. Between, quiet, between, Buster, between Buster, between Buster and Red, there's a word called it's never finished. It's never finished. Yeah. <laughs> I'm quiet. Saying. But look for new joints for me. I'm doing instrumental albums now. Ooh, I feel like go. I'm in my Ramsey Lewis mode, so I gotta release that yeah, that, yo, that off fire. to the universe. Fire. And um, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm just thankful, man. I'm just thankful. Like um, Randy hit me yesterday, he was like, yo man, I feel bad, man. I I didn't want you to I said, listen, Randy, I didn't get a chance to text this, but I was gonna say this. It's when you don't wanna interview me. Because I ain't had shit going on <laughs> that you should feel bad about. <laughs> That's the part that will hurt me. The fact right. that you just rescheduled it is a beautiful it's thing. thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's just a busy schedule. But I when you see. can't interview me and I'm like, yo, can I get on the math office show? And you're like, damn, Rod, I would, but. Yeah. I want to thank you mm. for your courage. Yeah. Because this isn't just a regular episode. Yeah. This is an experience. Yeah. There's so many black men who are in a race to get to that level mm. or, or, or feel the pressure of mm -hmm. being at that level. Mm, mm, mm. To know that 
someone else goes through it. There's a comfort in it. Mm. There's a reason why certain people have codes. It's like, okay, it was just him and him. They mm -hmm. did everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because there was a comfort in, yo, we feel the same. We're going through the same thing. Yeah. And the people that watch are going to see this and be like, I'm not alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. still here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to still be here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So thank you for that. Respect, 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 respect. Yo, any last words? Um, Can't follow that. I always just want to shout out to my moms and my pops. You know what shout I'm saying? Out shout out to South pops. Jamaica, Queens. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I do want to tell the people that they're DMing me for the consultations and all that. Keep it coming. Consultations, <laughs> you're a therapist now? <laughs> Mecca. <laughs> I'm your therapist? Mechanism Music mornings, right? Yeah. Mechanism mornings. Shout out to mm. Viper Records. Shout out to Petty. Oh, Henny Savant album coming soon. Shout out Dot to, Demo. Shout out to Dot Demo. Shout out to The Combine. Shout out to... Oh, shit, I'm forgetting somebody. Shout out to... Oh, my God, don't let me do that. Yeah. Oh, Henny Savant. Oh, shit. How could I forget? Shaw Summers. Shout out to Shaw Summers and shout out to Johnny Depp. Yeah. I'll be in LA next week. Oh, I, I got to say something. Shout out to my wife. My bad. Can't leave her out. Oh, oh well, yeah. then we're doing that. Shout out oh, to yeah. Miss Council. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to yes. Miss Council. Shout out to Sade. Shout out to Jenish. Shout, shout out to Jen. Yes. Number one. Shout out Ray to Ski. Absolutely. Shout out Everybody to Ray else. Ski. You know what I mean? Shout out to you Queens. <laughs> Queens. In here looking real strong huh? today. Say that again? You got any hoes you want to shut? Oh! <laughs> All of them. Uh, he got too many, he can't think of No, no, no. What, what's the going to run down the list? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What you want to shout out, Yeah, Bob? my man. Oh, man. man. Yo, yeah. listen, man. It's been a wonderful journey, man. Like, I shout out I shout out the key players, man. I got some great people in my life, man. Shout out to my family, first and foremost. You know what I'm saying? The Stinson family. Shout out to the Fields family. You know what I'm saying? In Alabama. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Shout out to my family. You know what I'm saying? My family, my three little ones, Pop, Adia, Adi Wadi, DJ, Callie, Torin, Naya. You know what I'm saying? The two that's coming, the two twins that's coming. You know what I'm saying? Wow. We got twins on the way. Two grandchildren, two twins oh, okay. grandchildren. I'm about to say. You know what I'm saying? Big shout out to Demar. You know what I'm saying? You know, the participator, my yeah. boy. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? My, 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 my son-in-law. You know what I'm saying, and um, and uh, you know, just a wonderful host of friends. If I if I if I keep going down, I'll I miss out. But I got Esso, I got Jane Blaze, I got twins, I got Rashid, Ali Young. You know, yeah. you might see them on Runs House, Rashid. You know what I'm saying, and I got I got a I got a host of just great energy, man. A great great Let's energy with me, man. Great energy I with love me, it, man. man. And a lot of new music coming. Cam and Trees Hood. You know, Red Man, of course, Method Man, we doing an album, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. Just a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff going on. If I get anybody, please forgive me. <coughs> Blame it was the Duce. Blame it on the Duce. It was the Duce. Blame it on the Duce. Blue.